Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station.
It's Wednesday the 15th, 97.3 City FM. Started off with Jane and Bennis, now with the phenomenal Cindy Thompson. And welcoming you to another edition of the City Breakfast Show. Yesterday we said, because I'm self-motivated, I'll take self-development serious. Today, because I'm team-oriented, I will build meaningful relationships. That's very critical for your success in your business journey. You can be self-motivated, but team-oriented. You don't need external validation to do what you have to do, but you can't work alone. You work with a team. Build meaningful relationships to get the best out of yourself and your team. Business has brought to you by ADB with up to 10,000 CDs available or 80% of your next net monthly salary. You can get a quick salary advance to meet your pressing needs through the ADB Payday Plus. There's no interest on repayment within 30 days. Your money hits your account on the same day. Call 0243-273-369. ADB truly a Greek and more. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Bye. 
so it's 636 total petroleum is proud to be associated with the newspaper review we've been inducted into the hall of fame on the 8th edition of the ghana oil and gas awards 2021 this is for continuously winning the brand of the year and lubricant product of the year award we also won marketing campaign of the year for total Troxy club and the prestigious omc of the year we dedicate this award to our cherished customers for your trust and loyalty and we are committed to giving quality and innovative products all year round and if one door closes another opens fidelity banks doors are open wide to help you clear your goods from the port to stock up for the christmas to expand your business or simply to move to the next level in life visit any fidelity commercial hub or speak to a commercial relationship manager today be christmas ready with fidelity bank let's have a merry orange christmas fidelity bank believe with us 637 Kukui Hansen, it's good to have you back. Good morning, Bernardino. Good you look refreshed. Back. Do I really? Yes. I feel exhausted. <laughs> no, this isn't what you look how you feel. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, sure. you don't look exhausted. at all. Really? At all, glowing well, and all. I had to put some makeup on, otherwise, I look like a zombie. Okay. Oh, okay. But I'm, not, thank you. Thank you for saying that. She went on a one day break. <laughs> a one day sabbatical. <laughs> one day, one day sabbatical. To their front planes. Oh, you went to our front planes? I did. She plane. took the pontoon. I will give you 15 minutes to ex- talk, talk to, to talk us. about the trip. The eh? drive to Kweua from Plains. I want to go there. Yeah. I'm told that's one of the most fertile places in the country. A lot of uh, tubers they grow in that area. Kweua from Plains. They brought me, give me some yam to bring back. How long did it take you to get there, though? It's in total, oh, it took about five hours. But that's not continuous driving. It's okay. because you go to a certain point, then you have to wait for the pontoon. Did you use in Koko? Yes, we did. Cool, are from place. We did. I'd like to go there. Yeah, I don't want it's, to. It's very, very oh, why peaceful. Not? Very peaceful. Know me. <laughs> no, I, I'm told that from place is a really nice place. It's just very Anywhere peaceful. I have to drive yeah. to for There's five a hours. It's a problem for me. A lot of planes. <laughs> a lot of planes. <laughs> <laughs> what, and they, they, do, are they farmers or what? Yes, they're mainly farmers. Cool, are from planes. I'd like to mm. go there. Mommy Krobo specifically. Mommy Krobo. What about the cool hills? I hear the yeah, mountains. Yeah, the mountains are... look beautiful. So I think for scenic tourism, mm-hmm. nice. But you... as Godfrey was saying the other day, once you finish driving, what is there for you to enjoy? <laughs> Don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the <laughs> front page of the Daily Graphic. Bernard mm-hmm. President says unsavory vaccine politics will derail COVID nineteen fight. President Kufuado tells EU Parliament mandatory vaccination kicks off at Kotoko International Airport. Over one hundred travelers jabbed. Mm-hmm. Gathering primary data for development, births registry to be revamped, according to the local government minister. The Finder front page, focus on skills deepens as new TVET program creates a path to PhD level. This is from Dr. Baumia. 344,023 households received 27 million Ghana cities leap cash okay allocate 30 percent of viable mining concessions to women um, now look at this two out of five persons live in slums in Ghana Wow. This is according to the NDPC. Two that's, out of five. That's 40%. Seriously. Live in slums. And President Skufuado urges the EU to help make vaccines available globally. Front page of the Daily Guide newspaper. Backbin OK's NDC motion from Dubai. Looks <laughs> like the parliamentary politics is not ending anytime tired. soon. <laughs> Free TV begins next year. Court through South Canada MP returns to the front page of the paper. And then share COVID vaccines worldwide. Nana to EU. The new publisher, COVID Not African Disease, Ikufuado fires world leaders. Also, Killer Lover escapes death. And KGL grabs a Tumfo's gold coin for one million. Hey, 
Charlie. Also, minister destroys NPP campaign billboards. Now, that's the front page of the new publisher. Finally, from me, the front page of the Ghanaian publisher, Bernard. New aircraft will be delivered in 2025 if... According to the Minister of Defense, Dominic Nitiwo, engineered landfill sites being developed, according to the Sanitation Minister. And Ghana discovers iron ore in commercial quantities. I, I, I will tell you about it in a bit. Whoa. I'm going to pass on another paper to you, Godfrey. We'll come back to you. The Herald front page. NDC MPs push back Asantehene's coercive statement. Oponese lawyer schools DPP in Cocoa Bud trial. KGL pays a million Ghana cities for Tumfo's commemorative gold coin. Chuck Chachuchikata eulogizes Captain Kojochikata. Okay, that's all on the front page of the Herald newspaper. And then, really, finally, from me, <laughs> the front page of the New Crusading Guide. Kennedy writes to CJ on Anasa's 25 million defamation suit wants old judge to continue case. CJ grants request. Petroleum Commission boss advocates technology optimization transfer and industry. And Sami Jemfi writes on compulsory COVID-19 vaccinations. Okay, and finally, for the junior graphic, pupils to write national standardized test this Friday. And this is primary four school children. Mm. They're introducing this as a national standardized test for all students in their fourth year of primary school. And then we've got pictured here some students of the Mother Providencia International School in New Legon. They're entertaining their parents at their carol service. So parents, this is the season for carol. Services are your kids' schools, you know. Okay, we'll take you uh, to our website quickly citynewsroom.com. MP blast minority for stalling consideration of communication ministry's budget. Also, consultations underway to buy new jet for Air Force and uh, government business. This is Nitiwo. Meanwhile, NPP tables 38 proposals for amendment to party's constitution. In other stories, we've made Good progress on e-levy consultations, according to the Deputy Minister. Now, let's go to myjoyonline.com. A few stories. Bosman Asari, other EC officials, out of meeting with Parliament for failing to justify Jean Mensah's absence. In other stories, EFL did not specify why they broke away, fixed the country movement. Meanwhile, Parliament Committee suspends deliberation on budget for communication ministry. And presidential debt is not on the priorities of Ghana Air Force. This is Okujatua Blackwa saying... And if you go to citybusinessnews.com, $1 billion SDR allocation will avoid outcrowding private sector, according to an economist. Meanwhile, real estate players confident of a yuletide boom despite Omicron concerns. Let's get into the details of well, the Bernard, story. I think you should start. You have a lot of Parliament stories. So okay. start from Parliament because right. so, we also have a lot of those. Well, if you go to Parliament, there are two. Uh, Abuna, um Osei, who is the uh, parliamentary minister, who is the deputy minister for finance, is speaking about progress with the e levy, but there was a stalling of the uh, whole cons- the, the 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 consideration of the appropriation for the communication ministry. So consideration of budget estimate for appropriation ministry uh, for uh, communication ministry on hold and for EC as well. The special budget committee of parliament will not consider budget estimates for the electoral commission until the chairperson of the commission appears before it. This is according to a member of the committee, Deputy Minority Chief Whip Ahmed Ibrahim. The consideration of the budget estimates for the ministry and digitization and communication has also hit a snag. At the hearing, Deputy Commissioners of the EC and other officials of the commission were denied audience due to the absence of Chairperson Jean Mensah. And then, according to members of the committee considering the uh, communication uh, budget, they're also saying that certain, certain things that ought to have been done by the NCA had not been done, and therefore they withheld considering its appropriation. 
But the good news is that the Deputy Minister of Finance says we've made good progress in consultations on the e-levy. Abinor Seyasari has disclosed that ongoing consultations regarding the electronic transaction levy will influence the content of the final tax instrument that will be laid in Parliament before Friday. You know there's been a stalemate between mm-hmm. the two caucuses of the House, but uh, speaking to journalists after appearing before the Public Accounts Committee in Parliament, Abinor Seyasari indicated that they've made some progress with the discussions and consultations on the e-levy. So those are two stories from Parliament. We are even more drama in Parliament. The Daily Guide is reporting that Vagbin OK's NDC motion from Dubai mm-hmm. on page 3. It is turning out that Speaker of Parliament Alban Vagbin whilst away in Dubai has reportedly endorsed the motion filed by minority NDC MPs as part of the efforts to get the approval of the 2022 budget by the majority NPP rescinded. The revelation was made by Majority Leader and Minister for Parliamentary Affairs Society M.S. Abunsu yesterday. He said on CTFM that the first Deputy Speaker, Jose Usu, is assuming full responsibility for the transaction of business in the chamber. But my understanding is that the Right Honourable Speaker has minuted on the motion hmm. from the minority that he has admitted it. If that is the case, then we are in for something dangerous. So we'll be looking at that. And then if you go to pages 18 and 19 also minorities to challenge dismissal of budget motion is here mm-hmm. uh, basically the same story but different angle mm-hmm. and then on page 18 consultations ongoing to purchase new aircraft for Ghana armed forces that's according to the minister of defense who also appeared before parliament now Dominic Nitu, who is the minister, has told Parliament that consultations are ongoing with various stakeholders on the purchase of a new executive mm-hmm. aircraft for the Ghana Air Force to enable it to efficiently defend the country and carry out the duties expected of it. He says such consultations, which was taking place among the government, Parliament, religious bodies, trade unions, and civil society organizations, were part of process of acquiring new wide-body aircraft for the Ghana Air Force to carry out government business. All right. Well, let's talk about the National Development Planning Commission report. Now, remember, we're talking a lot about the Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs. Deadline is 2030. You know, the first goal out of all of those is to eradicate poverty everywhere, but looks like almost 40% of people in Ghana are living in slums, according to our report. On healthcare, our maternal mortality rate is 310 per 100,000 live births. The ideal target for SDGs is 70 deaths per 100,000 live births, which means we are about four and a half times um, worse than what it should be. The country is also missing the universal access to sanitation target set by the SDGs. Um, we're trying to make uni- uh, pros- progress toward universal access to at least basic drinking water by 2030. Our plan is that 86% of the population should have access to basic drinking water. Um, despite the successes that we've recorded in achieving the SDGs so far, close to one fourth of children, that's a quarter of our children, do not have the minimum proficiency in math and reading. Majority of the population lacks access to basic sanitation services. The tourism sector is largely underdeveloped. Mm. Access to decent jobs remains a challenge. Income inequality is on the rise and the menace of illegal mining is destroying large tracts of forest and water bodies. And there's more in the NDPC report. Let's do Vasim politics, Bernard. And if you go to page 16 of the daily graphic there are two stories there on savory vaccine politics will derail COVID-19 fight this is coming from the president of Ghana who is who addressed the EU parliament according to him quote I'm a firm believer in the statements that no one is safe until everyone is safe let us help make vaccines available to all parts of the world encourage our citizens to take the job and we will win the fight against COVID-19 faster and together. Also on the same page, mandatory vaccination kicks off at Kutukan International Airport. Now more than 100 unvaccinated Ghanaians who arrived at the Kutukan International Airport yesterday have been vaccinated with the single shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine as per the Ghana
Ghana Health Service Directive. The directive is part of the revised protocol for persons arriving in the country through the KIA following the detection of the Omicron variant of the COVID-19. The head Port Health at the Kutuka International Airport, Dr. Lawrence Lati, who confirmed the jabbing in an interview with the Daily Graphic yesterday, said the vaccination was done for unvaccinated Ghanaians who arrived in the country following the coming into effect of the revised policy. However, so far, no airline has been surcharged also for bringing unvaccinated uh, persons. And according to Dr. Lati, that directive would be implemented in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, okay. meanwhile still on vaccine issues, Sami Jemfi kicks against compulsory COVID vaccination driving in Ghana. And this was, he says it's his personal opinion. He's a communication officer of the NDC. And he says that it is illegal. It's, and he quotes many legal authorities to prove his point. Yesterday as well, advocates for Christ on Eyewitness News also said that they did not believe in compulsory vaccination. That people should be educated to vaccinate instead of being forced to do so mm-hmm. so that feeling keeps going so it's interesting the president is asking for more vaccines to be brought mm-hmm. in fact we received another one million vaccines of astrazeneca from the eu but in ghana there's a debate as to whether compulsorily vaccinating people should be the way to go mm-hmm. watch this space all right to add to what Godfrey was saying about the president addressing the european union president kufuado said the subtle yet noticeable attempt by some world leaders to make it seem that covid19 is just another african disease and therefore the fight against the virus should be done on preferential and discriminatory basis would be counterproductive and suicidal mm-hmm. now again he was speaking at the european union parliament yesterday and he said we were not given credit for quickly following the science as recommended when many leaders in Europe was still fighting ideological battles and seeking to lay blame on the source of the virus rather than uniting to fight it. At every stage, we in Africa have been dismayed to discover that every attempt was being made to make COVID-19 also an African disease. Thus, the narrative emerged that it was not really that Africans were not dying from the pandemic. We had to be covering up the true level of infections. With Africa caught up in the vicious vaccine politics that engulfed the world, he expressed gratitude for the donations of vaccines through platforms like COVAX, which is good enough to send its first consignment anywhere in the world to Ghana. Now, he also said that the COVID fight should be a concerted and united campaign where vaccines are made available to every person in every part of the world. And the unsavory politics of vaccine nationalism is derailing global efforts made at containing the pandemic. Well, Ghana has discovered uh, uh, iron ore in commercial quantities. If you go to yeah. the Ghanaian yes. publisher on page 3. Yes, the Ghana Geological Survey Authority has discovered large quantities of iron ore deposits in Akokroa, a farming community in the Oti region of Ghana. The iron, according to the geological investigation, is uh, 55 weight percent and of higher grade. Now, iron ores are rocks and minerals from which metallic iron can be economically extracted. So, we will keep an eye on that. Also, good news, uh, TVET uh, has been launched. The TVET service has been launched by the vice president. Mm-hmm. And that was done yesterday. All right. Um, very quickly, for those who may be interested in the Herald newspaper, Chachu Chikata eulogizes Captain Kojo Chikata. Now, you know that um, there was a service held in the, in honor of the late Captain Kojo Chikata last week. Now, for those of you who are interested in how Mr. Chachu Chikata eulogized him, you can read that in the Herald newspaper. It is reprinted here, his entire speech. It was an interesting service. It wasn't mm-hmm. your typical, should we say, funeral mm-hmm. service, but it was a very artistic kind mm. of program with a lot yeah. of poetry, music, etc. So you can read... If you go to the new crusading guide, Anasa's 25,000, uh, 25 million CD defamation suit, Kennedy writes to CJ. So it says, the Chief Justice has granted a request of the MP for Asin Central Kennedy of Japan to retain the judge hearing the defamation action against him by investigative journalist Anasa Mayor Anas. This was after the MP, through his lawyers, wrote to the CJ on the blind side of the plaintiff or his lawyer requesting that the previous judge 
on the case be retained instead of a substantive judge assigned to the court. The CJ in a letter dated 27 October granted the request of Mr. Japon without informing the plaintiff of his lawyers or his lawyers of the decision to retain the previous one. Now, Mr. Japon has been the witness box since June uh, 2021, answering questions relating to the allegations he made against Anas Ramaya Anas. The case was adjourned to November 2021 at the last sitting by Eric Barr. J-A. Do you have a story on uh, amendments being made? You, you had a story online. MPP. 38. Yes. So MPP is uh, they're proposing 38 amendments mm-hmm. to their uh, party's uh, constitution. I'm going to bring you that story shortly. Okay, then let, me give you, story. let me give you uh, some politics then. On page 17 of the Daily Graphic, uh, on the MPP chairmanship race, Stephen mm-hmm. Asamoah Boateng promises to mobilize party for victory. Mm. And according to he him... He seems to be the most vocal of all of them. Uh, okay, you better... Who know. else is contesting? I, I, I it's not clear. It's not clear. That's the point. Mm. He's the only one we are hearing. I think yes. there's also Stephen in team. Sure. He's resigned as the director of the... Yes, that was a few weeks ago. So the MPP has... The eight proposals tabled for possible amendments to the party's constitution. Key among the 38 is a proposal to elect a presidential candidate two clear years before a major election. Currently, the party elects a candidate two years before the elections if they are in opposition, but a year when they are in office. Uh, party members believe the current arrangement makes it difficult for a new candidate to mend bridges and heal wounds of other aspirants before elections. Now, Director of Communications Yabuabia Sama says the party will use the upcoming uh, delegates' conference to consider these proposals. Right. Should we go to the junior graphic? Now, if you have a student who is in primary school, f- primary class four, mm-hmm. pupils are writing national standardized tests this Friday. So primary four school children in public basic schools will write the first national standardized test or NST mm-hmm. this Friday, the 17th of December. It will be conducted by the Ghana Education Service in collaboration with the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment or NACA mm-hmm. and the West African Examinations Council, WIAC. It's a one-day test. It will be written in two sessions, English language, literacy and mathematics, numeracy. Based on the primary school curriculum. Now, with time, the test will be extended to private schools at the desire of the schools. Primary four pupils will be answering um, 35 objective or multiple choice questions in each session. We're expecting that about 470,000 plus pupils from over 15,000 schools across the country will sit this exam. The Minister of Education, Dr. Yaosei Duchum, says only primary four pupils will take the test this year. In the academic years ahead, it will involve primary two and mm. primary six pupils, then it will be extended to the junior high school and senior high school. He says what it does for us is that if students in primary four take this assessment and they don't do well, we can put in place interventions in primary five, mm. then we can assess them again in primary six. All so right. the goal is to improve learning outcomes. Mm. Well, Bernard, big news on page 44 mm. of the Daily Graphic. Mm. Parliament approves 150 million euro Pediasi Manfikoforidria Scenic Route Project. Fantastic. Parliament has approved a loan agreement of 150 million euros for the design and construction of the Pediasi Manfikoforidria Scenic Route Project. The 55-kilometer stretch project is to reduce travel and vehicle operating costs along the stretch and the road network in its immediate environs. Mm-hmm. With a road design life of 20 years, mm-hmm. the project also seeks to improve accessibility and ease of movement for pedestrians and non-motorized vehicle users. Okay, that's great news. Mm-hmm. Especially those with disabilities and improve the capacity of the drainage system along the stretch. So the project will start from the Pedrasi Lodge through the Mount Runabout mm-hmm. and end up at the Kofodia Junction. Now the existing road, which has a total length of 51 kilometers <coughs> and connects main towns such as Manfiados or Krasi and uh, Kofodia, with community roads distributed along the main corridor. So we are now, when this is done, 
Kuapim uh, South Municipality gets 15 k kilometers. Kuapim North 15 kilometers. New Jabin South 15, and then New Jabin North Municipality 10. On roads, dualization of Anna Chrome School Junction Road completed five months ahead of schedule. You know this road I've been very interested in. And the story by Kalekuda says Christmas came early for commuters who plied the school junction Anna Chrome stretch in the Adenta municipality in the Greater Accra region. This follows the expected completion of asphaltic works on the project that has transformed the single lane portal riddled stretch into a dualized one by Thursday, December 16. And this road is a road that we, we've mm. we shouted about for yeah. years. Yeah. Now, Good proud news. to the commencement of the project, the single lane was a major traffic bottleneck for residents of Santor, East Legon Hills, and Anacrom, following the rapid expansion of real estate in the area. But now, by tomorrow, the road will be finished, and it will be a well, very useful... There's an interesting story. You know, I had told you that somebody will go to court on this vaccine thing. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like other places that have tried it. So, in Kenya yesterday, the High Court has suspended the government order uh, to prevent people, it. yes. So a businessman went to court after terming the directive tyrannical and a gross violation of the constitution. Right. The court has agreed with him. All right, let's do some quick editorial. All right, in the finder, New Ghana TVET service is welcoming news. Dr. Bamia has launched that. Um, in the publisher, the new publisher, bus stops turned into lorry parks, worsening traffic congestion. I agree. And in the Herald, the noise for who should succeed, Akufuado, should cease for now. Editorial from the Daily Guy, who wrote another excellent feat. This is about the Wasi performance. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Business news brought to you by MTN Goyle GCB Bank and Enterprise Life. Says here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard, and good morning to you out there. Coming up in the bulletin, Finance Ministry denies scrapping the 241.9 million Ghana cities earmarked a service fee in the budget for the collection of the e-levy. And later on, Economist is confident a crowding out of the private sector could be averted if government opts to draw down from the $1 billion it received from the IMF. Let's bring you the details now. The Ministry of Finance has dismissed allegations that the 241.9 million Ghana CDs allocation in the appropriations bill for the electronic transactions levy services have been dropped. It also denied claims that a private firm will be contracted to collect the levy on behalf of the government. The following report has more details. According to the Ministry of Finance, allegations stating that it has dropped the 241,933,000 Ghana CDs for the e-levy transactions aren't true. It further noted that the Ghana Revenue Authority is the state-mandated agency to collect the levies. Per a release from the Ministry, it stated that, quote, the Ghana Revenue Authority will manage all discussions to ensure full deployment of their current platforms and resources for the collection of the e-levy, unquote. The statement also repeated the Finance Minister Ken Ofoyi-Atta's explanation in Parliament in earmarking 241 million Ghana CDs as the e-levy services fee. Quotes, we wish to reiterate that the e-transaction levy remains one of the efficient means by which governments would be able to raise the needed revenue to support the Economic Development Programme for 2022. Unquote. 
The imposition of the e-levy has been one of the contentious issues in the 2022 budget statements. Many Ghanaians have called on the government to reconsider such a tax. They argue the levy is punitive. The minority caucus in parliament had indicated a strong resolve to reject the e-levy in its entirety. It said it will kick against the levy in any shape or form since it will inflict more hardship on Ghanaians. Meanwhile, a deputy finance minister, Abna Osei Asari, has disclosed that ongoing consultations regarding the electronic transaction levy will influence the contents of the final tax instruments that will be laid in parliament before Friday. Anita Kisimoku with that report there. Now, aviation analyst Sean Mendes says even though the decision by the Ghana Airport Company Limited to fine airlines which fly unvaccinated passengers may reduce the number of visits to Ghana during the festive season, it is a step in the right direction. The airport authorities in a release issued strict guidelines to airlines flying passengers into the country. Now, among the guidelines include a $3,500 per passenger fine for airlines that bring in unvaccinated passengers. However, it is believed that the number of tourists visits into the country over the holiday season may dwindle due to the directive. But Sean Mendes tells City Business News the country is better off protecting its populace against another major outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic while forfeiting any potential gains in the tourism sector. Well, I think that every government has to be able to, to balance the needs, the economic needs of being open for tourism, as well as the public health needs of, you know, ensuring the safety of the population. But in reality, the end objective is the same. If there is a large outbreak of COVID in Ghana, for example, due to a large number of unvaccinated visitors, the economic detriment will be there nonetheless. So, you know, it's the common goal, how you actually take these steps and, you know, at what time these steps are taken, that's probably where most of the debate can be had. But I don't think there's any question that this was a step that needed to be taken at some point of time. And I think, you know, the choice to make it at this point of time, especially with the, the threat from the new Omicron variant and so forth, is probably, uh, is probably a wise one. Aviation analyst Sean Mendes there. Now, economist Courage Marte is confident a crowding out of the private sector could be averted if government opts to draw down from the $1 billion it received from the International Monetary Fund IMF as part of the new special drawing rights allocation to boost the post-COVID economic recovery of IMF member countries. Now, continuous government borrowing from the banking sector has seen credit to the private sector weaken. The latest banking sector report from the Bank of Ghana showed that growth in gross loans and advances remain subdued, reflecting sluggish credit demand and supply conditions and the increased appetite of banks for government securities. Now, with government planning on financing the 2022 budget balance largely from, the domestic, from domestic sources, there are fears the private sector could be crowded out. But according to Mr. Marty, government can go about its financing activities without depriving the private sector of much-needed credit. There is that risk of crowding out the private sector. And, um, of course, I think that's why they also in the budget have stated that They've gotten banks to commit a certain amount of money, I think 10 billion cities over three years, to support SME financing. Now we can discuss what all that means and whether it is um, um, feasible or practicable. But they are trying to find ways of mitigating the potential crowding out effect of significant increase in domestic financing. So the risk of crowding out is there, given the financing mix that we have for next year. 
but also they've indicated that they'll be using the SDR to mitigate that risk. And so if they rely on the SDR that we already have, then that should reduce the reliance on, on open market borrowing. And that should also reduce the crowding out effects. Economist Courage Mate there. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the US dollar gained a peso and is selling at 5 CDs 94 pesos. The British pound remained unchanged and is selling at 7 CDs 86 pesos. The euro also remained unchanged and is selling at 6 CDs 70 pesos. The Chinese yuan is selling at 93 pesos. It recorded no price change. The South African rand remained unchanged and is selling at 37 pesos. Be guided that these figures will, however, be much higher at a forex bureau near you. Now, in order to develop a formidable digital economy, the Bank of Ghana has reiterated the need for banks and financial institutions to invest in cybersecurity and adopt new and modern ways of fighting money laundering. Now, according to the central bank, this will help avoid the situation where lapses in the operations of fintechs will cause a problem for the financial system. Now, speaking at the launch of Societe General's Innovation Hub, a digital financial hub for its customers, head of fintech and innovation at the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong, called for greater collaboration between the relevant state agencies and stakeholders towards ensuring a digitally safe country. Our innovation is critical to ensuring the financial services industry is able to meet the needs of society at all times. Regulatory innovation sandbox. Uh, for this reason, Bank of Ghana has established a regulatory and innovation sandbox to nurture innovation and also develop regulations that are supportive of innovation. This is in addition to the establishment of the FinTech Innovation Office of Bank of Ghana, which is positioned to provide the needed support for a modern financial services industry established on digital technology. Besides these enablers, Bank of Ghana has taken a further step and is now exploring a digital version of the CD. It is for these reasons that Bank of Ghana is pleased with Society General with this innovation hub that is aimed at leveraging the capabilities of digital technology to expand access to financial services in partnership with technology startups. The emerging digital financial services industry is characterized by continuous innovation and strategic alliances. That was the head of fintech and innovation at the Bank of Ghana, Kwame Opong. Now, managing director of Society General, Hakim Uzani, said his outfit will continue to play a major role in the banking industry, hence his decision to launch the innovation hub that will provide customer-centric services for its customers. We also have a responsibility within the framework, framework of our corporate and social responsibility to play a role in the identification of talents, promising initiatives, and to accompany some of them in their journey to meet their potential markets. The SG Ghana Innovation Hub has already begun forming key strategic partnerships with players in the digital and innovative ecosystem, both locally and internationally, namely MEST, Ghana Tech Lab, OZ, Inclusive Tech, to name just but a few. Beyond the banking and payment sphere, the Innovation Hub is open to any idea, initiative, innovation that serves the interests of the Ghanaian economy, more particularly if they contain some dimension such as sustainable development, fight against global warming or social and environmental responsibility. I hope that SG Ghana Innovation Hub will live up to our ambitions and I would say our dreams. 
Managing Director of Societe General Ghana, Hakim Uzani there. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Nature Bank for part one of the topic, 10 mistakes that could cost you your retirement. Many Ghanaians are caught off guard when it's time to retire. Instead of enjoying a comfortable retirement, they struggle to meet day-to-day expenses. This stress is caused by mistakes many of us make during our working years. At Databank, we believe you can increase your chances of retiring comfortably by avoiding 10 common mistakes. Mistake number one is failing to set a retirement goal. A lot of people make the mistake of not setting retirement planning goals. They tell themselves that they'll get to it later. But it's hard to chase after something for 30 or 40 years if you don't have a goal. Saving for retirement is one thing. Trying to save up 1 million or 2 million CDs by the time you're 60 is much clearer. So it is critically important to know how much you need to have invested to be able to enjoy the kind of retirement you'd like so that you can work towards it and also measure your progress against your goal. You might not get there, but the fact that you also have a goal makes it much more likely. Retirement planning is easy with Databank. Let's face it together. That was Gillian Hammer of Databank, and that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, and GCB Bank, and powered by citybusinessnews.com. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. So it's 14 minutes past 7. City Business News was brought to us by MTN. From now to end of December, you can get all your exciting streaming content and online learning on our absolutely unbeatable broadband offer. 250 cities a month unlimited. Dial star 5057, option 6, select our vacation unlimited offer. Stay connected. Terms and conditions apply. And as Christmas approaches, girls, I see that train is on the move. From station to station across the nation, catch it by any girl branded product. Get rewarded with quality girl branded items, including t shirts, face towels, dusters, tissue boxes, and more. Christmas came early at Girl this year. Get on board Girl Asida promo and get rewarded. Afishapa, Girl Good Energy. And of course, GCB Bank's new products is G Money, the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in the win like a G promo, win monthly rewards or a brand new saloon car as the grand reward. Visit any G Money agent or GCB branch, perform transactions to build points and win big. You can win a fridge, AC or even a brand new car. G Money agents are part of this amazing promo. Sign up customers, perform more transactions and win too. G Money is powered by GCB Bank, Ghana's largest and safest bank. Kickoff is next with Fentu Tahiru. Fentu! <laughs> and it's brought to us by Lesheo. Christmas came early with Lesheo savings and loans. Payroll loans have become very rewarding. Get a loan from now to 17 December. Earn yourself free shopping vouchers to make this Christmas season enjoyable. Apply via our web forms at appforms.lesheho.com or call 0302-208-333. Lesheho, let's improve life. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
morning. Welcome to Kickover 97.3 CTFM. My name is Fentio Tahiru Fentio. Coming up, Sports Ministry raises $2 million out of $15 million from corporate Ghana to support uh, the Black Stars campaign at the AFCON 2021 tournament. The ministry has also rewarded amputee footballers with 2,000 US dollars each after their exploits in Tanzania. And Man City extend their lead at the top of the Premier League to four points. Thank you for staying with us. Let's begin with this one. The Minister for Youth and Sports, Mustafa Yusuf, has revealed that his outfit has only managed to raise $2 million from corporate Ghana to support the country's participation at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations and the 2022 FIFA World Cup tournaments. The amount represents just 13% of the $15 million targeted to be raised from corporate Ghana to support the country's national teams. In April 2021, President Akufuado revealed that the sports ministry required $25 million to support the Black Stars AFCON and World Cup campaigns out of the full amount government guaranteed $10 million and asked corporate Ghana to uh, help raise the remaining $15 million. After eight months, the sports minister has now revealed that just $2 million has been raised so far and urged institutions that have made pledges to redeem them in due course. He was speaking on the floor of Parliament on Tuesday. Mr. Speaker, let me use this opportunity to announce to the country how much so far we have raised from the special presidential fundraising campaign for the Blaster and other national teams. It may be recalled that His Excellency President of the Republic Nana Abidanko Ekufuado invited corporate Ghana to a breakfast meeting in order to raise 25 million US dollars to support government funding of our various national teams, especially the Blasters. So far, corporate Ghana has supported us to raise an amount of 2 million US dollars. And I want, on behalf of His Excellency the President of the Republic, Nana Abidanko Ekufuado, Thank all those who have fulfilled their pledges. And I, want to, I also want to use this to, opportunity to appeal to those who are yet to fulfill their pledges to do so because we have so many upcoming international competitions for our national teams. That's the Sports Minister Mustafa Yusuf there. Speaking about him, uh, the Ministry of Youth and Sports has rewarded members of the Amputee National Team uh, the Black Challenge with 2,000 US dollars each for winning the Amputee Africa Cup of Nations uh, held in Tanzania last month. Following the competition in Tanzania, the team recorded and circulated a video on social media where they claimed to be stranded in the East African country. The ministry intervened and bought tickets for the players to return home last Tuesday. Uh, let's hear from the sports minister, Mustafa Yusuf, who thanked the team for their efforts in Tanzania and urged the Amputee Football Federation, who have been in court since 2016, to resolve their differences for the development of the sport. On behalf of His Excellency, the President of the Republic, let me congratulate you for the success that you have achieved, not only for yourself, but the entire country. This is very remarkable. You have indeed shown that whether you are able or disabled, there are a lot that you can do for your country and for yourself. It is your own interest to have a united front so that government can support you. So try as much as possible to find a amicable solution 
to the differences that you have within your situation so that you will be able to uh, extend all the needed protocols. We are also supporting the team. I understand there are nine, nine member team that went to Tanzania. So the nine members, we are going to give each person is a present two thousand US dollars. I think it's a little token that on behalf of Excellency we are doing for them. But like you have requested, they have qualified for the welcome. The government is ready to support and we will indeed put a team in place and the, my deputy minister and chief director will, will, will work with you to ensure that you all the preparation that you are you are required towards the World Cup tournament giving. That's the sports minister Mustafa Yusif there. Now, Fiorentina and Ghana midfielder Alfred Duncan has stressed the need to manage information around the national team effectively as the Black Stars prepare to participate in the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations tournament in Cameroon next year. The Black Stars team is perennially engulfed in toxic controversy with conversations about bonus rows often overshadowing adequate preparations for major competitions. The 28-year-old says the negativity surrounding the team tends to affect performances and urged authorities to control information around the national team. For me, I think uh, the money problem isn't something we, we, we talk about often because when, when, we talk, when we talk in the WhatsApp groups and everything, the money issue is the last thing we always talk about, but people think maybe that's the main reason why we always come to national team. It's, 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 it's very frustrating when people who aren't in the room think uh, this is what goes in. They are outside without knowing what goes in inside the room. They will just be guessing what goes in there because they get, they get to hear rumors here and there. These are some of the things that even mislead you in playing because before going to the field, you, you tend to hear so many things that aren't true. And you don't know who takes the news outside. So sometimes people have to be just, they have to be moderate. They have to think, they have to put themselves in our shoes. Because even when you're coming for national duties, you, you tend to leave your families. And then, so you are making sacrifices also. So they have to think, they have to think about the fact that we are also human beings. Yeah. Uh, we make sacrifices to, to accomplish certain objectives. So they have to try and then understand our feelings also. Clear. And when, promises, when promises, promises are made, they have to be on point. Ghana and Fiorentina midfielder Alfred Duncan. Uh, to England, Man City tore Leeds apart with an attacking masterclass to increase their lead at the top of the Premier League to four points. This is De Bruyne though, with a rocket of a shot. And that is 5-0 Manchester City. And that's a stunner from Kevin De Bruyne. That's right, that's Kevin De Bruyne's second goal there, scoring... Uh, a brace last night. Phil Foden, Jack Grealish and De Bruyne's first goal gave City a three-goal lead before half-time. While Riyad Mahrez, John Stones and Nathan Ake all scored to complete this 7-0 thrashing. After the game, City boss Pep Guardiola singled out De Bruyne for praise. Kevin struggled in the beginning, seeing a lot for what happened in the previous season. And, and, and after when we got, you know, we saw, oh, this guy is coming back against uh, United away. When we won 0 2 uh, after got the COVID and after come back. so, But I saw him last two, three days in training sessions and uh, he trained like a, a teenager. Uh, I said, oh, this guy want to come back. And in this type of games, they're more open, it's unstoppable. He's an exceptional player and I'm, I'm really pleased, really happy that the, the way he played today. That's uh, Pep Guardiola there. Norwich City, but they also hosted Aston Villa last night. Villa won that game by two goals to nil. Today, there are four matches. Brighton against Wolves. Barely take on Watford. 
Crystal Palace, they are up against Southampton. Arsenal versus uh, West Ham is the big London derby. The big news around Arsenal, though, is that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and the captain, is being stripped of the captaincy. Here's his manager, Arteta, explaining why. I don't have uh, much more to say. Um, I think it's a really clear statement from the club. It's um, a decision that we have made following the incident, uh, the last incident that we have with the player, and um, this is where we stand. As you can believe, um, when we have to make that decision, obviously it's um, because it's the the right one to to defend the interest. Uh, that's uh, Mikel Arteta there. And before we go, uh, Stephen Curry is the new three-point king of the NBA. Alec Burks guarding it from the start. Wiggins again. Here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! That's right. The Golden State Warriors star guard became the all-time leader in three-pointers Tuesday night in a 105-96 win over the New York Knicks, passing Hall of Famer Ray Allen by knocking down the 2,974th three-pointer of his career. That's all the latest in sports for now. There's more on citysportsonline.com. My name is Fentio. Tahir Fentio. Do have a good morning. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
7:34 City Breakfast Show. Thank God that today, the 15th of December, is my birthday. But the most important, most importantly, it is the birthday of my beautiful wife, Susan Obiribia Nimli. Now, now, Goffey, this is quite interesting. So what is interesting? Christopher Nimli says, "Thank God, today, the 15th of December, is my birthday." But more importantly, it is the birthday of my beautiful wife, Susan yes. Oberibia, yes. namely. Yes, they share birthday. How is that possible? How is that not possible? Wow. God bless the day I saw and spoke to you. I had no doubt, after our first chat, we were meant to be husband and wife. To my sweetheart, my darling, my angel and the love of my life, I mm-hmm. say, happy birthday, Susan, and our daughters, Davida, mm-hmm. Babeth, and Odelia, all join me in wishing you a happy birthday. We pray for God's favor and blessings for you. I love you and join me to celebrate our birthday. Mm-hmm. More cootering for life to my cootering partner. Hey. Today they meet you, meet you, Goro, meet you. So happy today birthday, all the combos, Mrs. Susan Obiribia Nimli. Christopher wow. Nimli says, on a day like this, you take Michi Goro and good day. <laughs> you put it together. <laughs> yes, I should play him the glory by Christiana Love. <laughs> Hey! Happy birthday to Chris. He's a fantastic, fantastic happy person. Happy then happy um, birthday to his wife as well. Yeah. I, I have another I have another one I wanted to do for a very good friend of ours. Could you where you come and help me do this one? This is coming in uh, to Yvonne. Yvonne, Yvonne. So it's a long one. It says, Bernard, please help me wish Yvonne a happy birthday. Yvonne, you are such a fabulous, amazing, and strong woman, and we love you. We pray as you turn 40 today, may God open a new chapter in your life. May you do exploits far above your imagination. This is from your mom, from Gloria, from Cynthia, from Yaira, from Sally, and Young. And Yvonne, you are with Access Bank. Vondo Tamaklo. God bless you so much. Enjoy the day. Happy 60th birthday to the chief director at the office of the head of the local government service, Mr. James Opon Mensah. This message came much, much earlier. I think it came three days ago. And it kept coming until it came this morning as well. This is from the management and staff of the office of the head of local government service to James Opon Mensah. You are 60 years old today. We wish you the best of the day. Chief director, God bless you. Kindly wish my big brother Albert Kwabenat Dede Benefo of Glyco Pensions, trustees, and an old boy of West Africa, since birthday. May this jubilee celebration bring a lot of brightness into your next 50 and more of your life. Enjoy strength from Yahweh and a fulfillment of all God's promises over your life and family. From your mom, Auntie Christy, Arkest family, friends, and loved ones, we love you to the max. Enjoy your day. Bernardino? Yes. Today is my mother in law's birthday. Ooh. Charlie, the mother of my husband, though. Mrs. Mary Issy Hansen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is Strong it? woman. I love it. Strong woman, Mrs. man. Mrs. Mary Issy Hansen. Yes, indeed. Wow. Today is her birthday. Wow. Happy birthday, mom. May God bless you. I want to play May God this song for you. her. What song? Ah, so, ma, so. 
We are playing as we are playing a song from um, Mrs. Mary Hansen. Yes. Okay. No, to Mrs. Mary Hansen. To Mrs. Mary Hansen. Or is it from or to? Two? No, to four. Not from. Four, yes. This one is from. Is it? Grandpa <laughs> or Lumba? Who sang this song? So this is from Kokui to you, Mrs. Hansen. And he, she, wants you, she wants you to do the Lumba dance. From the junior Mrs. Hansen the, to the, the dance Lumba Mrs. dance like this, no? You know that? He has one to move. This one. Yeah, they had this one. This is the one. Happy birthday also coming into Johnny Moreau Jr. I saw Johnny on was it last week, Thursday? It's a long time. God continue to bless you. Coming from your friends, uh, Leroy and the team. Johnny Moreau. And could you I wanted to wish Yvonne again a happy birthday? Yes, 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 yes. Today is our sister's birthday. Yeah, man. She is going, she has entered the fourth floor. Charlie? Yes, we the fourth floor people. We are taking over Ghana now. We the fourth yes. floor people. We are Yvonne, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely Yvonne Do Tamako. I tell you, a sister everybody would want to have. From Gloria, Cynthia, Yaira, Sally, Yiram, Yom, everybody, everybody. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We have to fancy. Please. In fact, if I had money, I would have bought you a car like Bernard got a car on his 40th. So pray on your 50th, I'll buy you a plane. Please, uh, God, uh, could you tell of Rampons that at the situation we need this song? Yeah, we need this song for certain things. Yes, we need this song to do the This song, yeah. if a drop, if a drop, Ojo, if a drop, Abele, Abele, if a drop, if a drop, Rakia, Rakia, if a drop, Otolege, Ofolege, if a drop. No, but please, what's the name of the dance they were dancing to this song? You know, there's this dance, Rumba dances. <laughs> He has Charlie. to dance as if he doesn't want to get there. He ain't me, he ain't, he ain't me, but I started doing it radio, so I can't wait. You know, he danced there. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we can't do it. 
that do international child. So this song was actually played because Kokui's mother-in-law celebrating her birthday today. Yes. And her name is what again? Mrs. Mary Hansen. Mary Isi Hansen. One day we'll do a show about mother-in-laws and their mothers-in-law. Your mother-in-law is Mary. Yes. Why me than you? I they like you. I'm a Joseph. So spiritually, I'm your father-in-law. I'm a Joseph. Oh Lord, this is the cat. I'm a man. Where is your cat? This is a serious situation. I almost even told the police. So where is the cat? I almost reported to the police. Ah, you know, yes, yeah. I was I was out no. of my office and I was told that somebody had told got you, but not the cat cat went a live in a cat cage in a cage. Yes, two days ago. Not, as, days not as a pet. No. They said we talk about food on the show too much, so he's bringing me a to go and taste. If not, it's Wait, the cat person actually brought it. I didn't see it. I didn't Very know. nice cattle. I ordered nice. it to be sent back to the back like of it was juicy. No, it's, it's not even supposed to be in that conversation. Cat I'm is not supposed to be eating. The photo of the cat. Oh, you took a picture. Took a photo. Me, I didn't see it. Then you are an accomplice to the crime. Oh. Let me see. It's actually the Meanwhile, Amma wants me to wish uh, first son, the first fruit of my womb, Kujo Oting Edu. He's 18 years old today. He just completed the fancy film school with beautiful results. I'm grateful to God for blessing me with him. From Mrs. Amma Oting Edu to your firstborn, the first fruit of your womb, Kujo Oting Edu. He turns 18, a graduate of Kwabuchi. If you haven't gotten your ticket to situation yet, call this number 0205-973-973. You will get different packages of food, drinks, savories and grills in the silver package, in the gold package, in the diamond package, in the platinum package. Whether you're three or four or five or six or seven, there is a space for you. And Fatima Kamal Madi and Pana also wishing Yvonne Dotamaklo a happy 40th. Yvonne is with the Access Bank Private Banking Unit. Wishing you the warmest and happiest birthday ever, my dear brother. Happy birthday. May your life be filled with sweet moments. Happy smiles. May this day give you a new beginning. Richard Etonam. Nyakon, aka Commander Blibo. This is coming in from Prince Henry to you, Commander Blibo. Happy birthday to Edna Ahunu. You are the wife of Benjamin Odasini Ahunu. Now, he wants me to play a song for you, but I'm not in the mood for that song. He wants me to play Osobotre Fansabe Wome. It's a bit early. I'll play it around 9.30. So, Edna, <laughs> your husband wants me to play Pabobos Osobotre for you this morning. And she says, message, Osobotre status hasn't changed. You remain a great wife, mother and friend from Adasini and the kids. To you, uh, Edna. Edna Ahunu. Please wish Nana Marehini George Safu Jomo a happy birthday for me. He's a big man. 
and the Lord be with him from Zilix Duane. This is one of our most loyal listeners who mm. listens in London. I sent you the Liverpool, the nice Liverpool jerseys. He is a Liverpool man. I want him to be an Arsenal sympathizer and also send me <laughs> Arsenal jerseys. We also we also wishing. <laughs> I'll, 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 wishing my big brother Albert Kwabena Dede Benefo. This came actually from Ifwa Sewa of MTN to Albert uh, Kwabena Dede Benefo of Glyco Pensions Trustees and an Ober of West Africa. Second, happy birthday. This came from uh, Mum. Auntie Christie, Arkest families, friends, and loved ones. A few more requests coming through. Let me do them. Happy 83rd birthday to Mrs. Selina. Rejoice. Togo Pene. Have a happy one from your hubby, Mr. City Pene, and your children, Kafui, Kujo, Akushika, and Mamli. Hey, God richly bless you and keep you healthy. Ah, so, Mamli, I didn't know you had brothers. Charlie, I've known it. I only know Mamli and her sister, uh, Akushika. I didn't know she had uh, Kwafu and Kujo in the family. So now we know. So happy 83rd to Mrs. Selina. Rejoice. Togo. Pene. Today, today seems to be a very popular day for birthdays. Another one coming in. Bena, please help wish our friend and brother Johnny Moreau, a.k.a. Big Daddy, a.k.a. Johnny Piercing, a very happy birthday for us. May you continue to be a blessing and a source of comfort to his friends and family. Uh, uh, this is from Auntie, from Aaron and Mimi. Johnny is such a gentle man, you know. Mm. Johnny Moreau, when we're in, he's just a gentle guy. <laughs> he's gentle, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should call today birthday day. What do you think? Happy, happy birthday. birthday to Lord Okante of Oposa 89-year group from Lord Marshall and Jimmy. What is Oposa? What school is Oposa? Oposa. Kojo, what is Oposa? Oposa in secondary school or what? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Oforipeni Old Students Association? I think. Oh, maybe. Oposa. Maybe. Uh, Oposa, Oforipeni Old Students Association. Yeah, I could be. Or Opas. Oforipeni should... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, but Lord Okante, you, you are the 89-year-old. Oposa. Oposa. We are putting you in the Christmas mood. Though. It's not because we don't have things to talk about. Just enjoy. But Bennett, let me send birthday wishes to um, mm-hmm. my schoolmate, okay. uh, Samiansa, okay. a.k.a. Pizoro. Pizoro. But these days he's a man of God. Ah, that's why you don't want to mention the Pizoro with violence. <laughs> Yes, so, um, but Pizzo doesn't sound such bad. Such don't worry. <laughs> Back in the day, you don't want he to. Meant other things. <laughs> the Lord has found him. Or he has found the Lord. Yes, uh, doing the work of the Lord. So maybe strengthened uh, yeah. uh, in the Lord. But you know what's funny? Samia and Sam. Some of my friends who have become men of God. I mean, <laughs> Back God, in the God, day, God, God is strong. He's fooling them. No, God is strong. The hard ones. Uh, good morning. Salam <laughs> Dayakbe. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, belated birthday wishes to my MC, uh, George Cyril Bray. Oh, yesterday oh, was his birthday. birthday. Yesterday was his birthday. So, oh, so uh, yeah. He should do a, a road for his birthday. Actually, yes. he's doing something interesting, and I'm surprised he did not tell me about What's it. He so, apparently, he's doing a three day kind of like a street market thing. Oh, yeah. He's listening to this show. <laughs> he's listening to this show. So, why is he doing it? That's so fun. So, the main road I hear is going to be closed from mm-hmm. Friday to Sunday. Street market? Yes. With oh. all kinds of engagements. On I think the we, should road. Do, we should do MC awards. <laughs> we should I, f- I find, I, I we find should it interesting. That. So, Josh Robre, call me and tell me more about this plan of yours. Because wow. I heard it yesterday. So, are, are the sellers re registering? I don't 
know. I don't know what it's like yesterday. I was speaking to a couple of guys in the neighborhood and they're like, ah, have you heard we are doing this? I was like, no, I'm not aware of this because I haven't seen any, you know, adverse John Cyril Bray is doing a program. He's not called you. He's not told me. He doesn't know who you are. He knows me, pa. Hey. I, I, I think what he's trying to do <laughs> is to do something awesome for Godfrey to discover. And then <laughs> and discuss. Silently, we are, do, we are working. Yeah. But maybe that's why, because this one, I mean, he's been taking early morning walks. Last night, last time around, Five o'clock, five a.m. It's seven a.m. I saw the man walking <laughs> down George, the road. <laughs> it's George Cyril Bray. Is that the name? Yeah, he's doing well. Mm. That, that time I told last year I gave him fifty percent. Mm-hmm. This year, now now since I will watch this program and see. No, but it's a good idea. Since Godfrey has brought George, it's, it's a good idea. It's second. a very good idea. Uh, let me say good morning to Diana, uh, business and regulations head at the Ministry of Trade and Industry. Yesterday we were at an event. And the way she presented the things that the ministry is trying to do, it was great. Let me also say good morning to the project manager and the team at the Ghana Commercial Agri Project. There are a lot of institutions doing awesome stuff. Garib. They are not, it's GCAP. They, are, they, they don't have the capacity to talk about their, their work. So we'll find some of the No, no, but them. I wanted to go first talk about this. You know, I remember there was a day, myself and Koju did a show where we said that hmm? at MC is one of the things they can do is to do street markets yeah. because mm-hmm. you know one of the things I noticed when I was in the UK was that on on yes on on um, week weekends they would close the main streets mm-hmm. and then they'll bring sellers mm-hmm. who come and sell all kinds of things when they finish they'll sweep the street and make it very clean mm-hmm. and we're saying that as an assembly one of your responsibilities is to promote the businesses in your area yeah. All right, so and a lot of the businesses don't get people to buy because where they are. So if you did, if like you picked the main street and you announced and said, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come and buy all your tie and dye African clothes, come and buy food and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Maybe you charge them fifty CDs per <laughs> stall, and then you promote it and then you do events around it. Okay, so you say, Adenta is doing something or Dansoman or even your place, Kwabinya. Mm-hmm. Kwabinya, Hacho, yeah, 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 whatever. I think Hacho, I think Hacho may be the best. I don't know. Wherever. It will be very good. Yes. Because there are all these guys who are doing soaps, who are doing body creams. There are people who, who are can doing... get their whole month sales at one of these yes. events. Yes. So people plan yes. that say, I'll, I'll speak to Adenta, that's my assembly. Mm-hmm. And good morning to Nino Edumwa. Mm-hmm. Adenta says we are doing this. So the roads around the market, the youngsters area, we, we shut them down. No, they should bring it to Anacro. Because we have a road now. <laughs> so you can say this and just change the, the, the I location. I don't have the space. No, we have it. Which space are we going to use in Anakura? Do you know that since the? Do you know that since the? Are you going to do it on that lake in Anakura? No, no, we are doing it. We are doing it on the school junction to Nanakrum Road. No, no. If we do it on that road, there's going to be a big traffic bottleneck. It's going to affect people going so to Shaiman. But the Adenta Market itself. Adenta Market. Okay. There, there are all these streets around it, so mm-hmm. we block it. Vendors come, they pay just about 50 cities. Yes. That's not for the assembly to make money. That's for them to make enough money to clean up Thank after you. the whole thing. Thank you. Then, Kokumenu and Sans will come and sell their shoes. Yeah. Abna, your boy will come and sell her snails. I lost Look, Sans. Even if for just bringing then the Then we kids, know that weekends we are all the, coming. You know, maybe the kids are just feeling bored. Then there's a kids area, bouncy Walk, castles. Just go and do bouncy yeah. castles. Go and look at things. And then they set up some place where the boys can also have their liquid bread and stuff. Yes. You know, then it's it's an all-inclusive economic venture to develop mm. the assembly in the district. No, yeah. I, li- I like the idea. I like the idea because, you know, the other pr- yes. problem is that, you see, you are, let's assume you are Kwabinya, Kodio is at um, Adenta, and somebody is at uh, maybe wherever. Coming to town is going to be much more difficult because of the 
the whole traffic situation. So let me maybe let me talk to George Bray. Today's his birthday, right? Yesterday was his birthday. He's the MC for Ablikuma West. Yes. He's been chilling. <laughs> you know, one of the advantages of having your constituent on radio is that you don't have any secret anymore. <laughs> so Mr. Bray, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Bernard. <laughs> your man is what he says yes every day you take five o'clock walks in the morning. He even tells us the food you eat every day. Happy belated birthday to you, by the way. Thank you very much. And I don't know why he's monitoring my steps like that. I don't even know. You should, you should let the IGP talk. He's monitoring your movement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll invite uh, uh, Mr. Dampari to, uh, to take notice uh, of his activities. <laughs> but he says you are doing a, a, a street. Tell us about the street thing you're doing. Is it a street market? Well, it's not a street market. Um, since I came into office, that is uh, two, uh, 2018, Every December, we do this Lighting DC Festival. We call it the Carnival in DC. And it's been a one-day affair for about three years. But then last year, I told my people, if COVID is uh, gradually subsiding, then this year we'll do a three-day event where we are going to open up DC again. Because... um, when I, uh, gone were the years where DC was the place to be uh, from now to the first or second January because uh, the, the 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 pubs were popping, you know, the streets were busy and all that. But unfortunately, DC has gone down, and we are looking at lifting uh, DC, the image of DC again through entertainment, uh, through uh, trading. So this year is going to be a three the affair we are starting on friday and then we would end on sundays and then we light uh, the christmas tree like we do every wow. year but from friday we are looking at having some sporting activities we are looking at blocking one of the streets where traders can have you know what 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 do you go see uh in europe and uh, are so happy about that the on street uh trading if i can put it that way so if you have some wares that is Christmas, whatever, and all that that we want to showcase, we have a whole stretch where you can showcase. So, is this the whole dance? Dance Summer Road is quite long. Where, where to where are we starting? From where to no, where? everything is centered around the roundabout area. So, uh, for instance, we're having basketball competition at the Snet Flats. We have some football uh, games around the uh, Zuka Astroturf area. And then the trading itself is going to happen around the Christian home school on that stretch. Mm. So what kind of what, what kind of vendors are you expecting to have there? Well, uh, it's a mixture. Uh, anybody having uh, Christmas items uh, on sale and all that, and you know, Christmas comes with a lot of whatever. So uh, if you need to sell uh, tomatoes and you think this is the season for you, we are just looking at trading but then uh, doing it effectively and uh, in, 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 a, in a manner where we are not even going to uh, mess the streets but then have a tidy whatever so the assembly is making sure our sanitation guys and all that are, uh, are on the ground directing people on how to do it yeah uh, set up and all that so we are looking at doing something new. Are, are we the non dansoma people invited or well, this is for your, your dansoma people alone no, no, no. Christmas, Christmas is even for uh, our Muslim brothers as well. So everybody from uh, Tamale to uh, Lubu, 
uh, is invited to this particular program. And you see, it, it, we haven't quite uh, a variety of whatever. So even if you are from Tamale, when you get in there, you feel part of whatever is happening. Uh, over the years, we've been bringing uh, what uh, uh, the Westerners call Ancos. I don't know, Bernard, I don't know whether you know Ancos. Ancos, yes, they're, they're, they're masquerade guys. Masquerades, yes, we bring the masquerades on. Uh, uh, to display and all that. And uh, we've done it over the last few years. And this year, we are going to do it bigger than we've done it over the years. You're a big man. You're a big man. George, George Cyril George Bray. Yeah. You're a big man. George, did you get special jollof from Madina on your birthday? Did I get special jollof from Madina? From Madina on your birthday. No, this one is could you could you in this question? Could you could you this question? <laughs> uh, I got more than I got more than it, uh, Jolof. Wow, thank you. I, 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 I even got I even got biscuits and and, and tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for talking to us. Uh, we wish you well. That's the MC for I'll be there, my West. So please. Uh, you should also give your MC ideas to implement. Do things that will revive. You see what he said, which I like. He says, Dansuma used to be the place to be. It's true. And he's trying to revive that. It's true. Dansuma used to be really, really exciting. Yeah. I don't know what happened. In my estimation, eh, what happened? it's strange. The fixing of the road changed the economy of Dansuma. You know, we used to have the timberland on the right, followed by a gold house near the market. Then all those places lined up. Then uh, they started fixing their roads. So all those spots had to close down for about a year. And most of them didn't recover. By the time they had recovered, there was uh, a different kind of vibe. And then the, uh, it became a, a bit more commercial. Me, but it's picking me, up. My theory is that the up. development of the wager route, road mm -hmm. that opened up the Western Accra also affected Dan Suman. Yeah. Because it, in, initially, Dan Suman is the only place you go. Yeah. But when they did the Malam interchange and opened up McCarthy Hill and all those places, a lot of people who had only Dansuman as their destination now had more options. Then they had their mall and stuff. So maybe it's more... In fact, within Dansuman itself, I think there are a lot more options. Back then, these days, there was the Timberland and a few others. Yes. So everybody used to That's go there. But up. these days, there are ah, so many so it's options. Spread out. It's spread out. So you won't see people... So maybe it's development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's development. But, but they are coming back because like in the past two months or so, I've seen a lot of new businesses open up, particularly for the entertainment type and then the eateries. I'll tell you, sir, something after the break. Okay. Mm. You know, when people, you know, I drove last week around from OEB to East Legon through the back. Charlie, when people tell you there's no money in Ghana, they are lying. Hey, we can't say Ghana is again in Hoboa. That is what I'm doing, eh? Let's talk about uh, tech and social media trends. Mm. It's brought to us by... By Standard Chartered Priority Banking. If you want a bank that helps you achieve your wealth priorities, go to Standard Chartered. They'll protect your investments and they've got experienced relationship managers and certified advisors to support you. You can call 023-300-0650 or go to sc.com slash gh. Standard Chartered, here for good. It's also brought to us by Vodafone. And don't forget to register your SIM card with your Ghana card just dial star 404 hash follow the prompts enter in all the information and then you go to your telco office and you're good to go you can contact the nca on 0800-110-622 or visit them on social media or go to nca.org.gh this is brought to you by kind courtesy of vodafone all right bernard let me take you to the trends and as usual i take you to my twitter trends and the top trend this morning is hashtag why 
Kofi Kinata has a new song dropping today at midday. Okay. And uh, the title of the song is Wopri, and it's the number one trend right now. And of, I'm no shock there, Kofi Kinata is perhaps one of the biggest uh, artists we have in the country right now. So people are looking forward to that. Uh, we have Leeds United trending for obvious reasons. They got trounced yesterday by Manchester City. Chalaloski. Manchester City, so if they had a striker, what would they do? Because they don't have a striker. Oh. They are lying. <laughs> it's a, it's they have a striker. They have Bernardo Silva. He's striking. They have Mirad Mahrez. He strikes. They have... Um, There's a lot of strikers. He strikes. They have put five strikers on the back. He strikes. All the forward liners are capable of striking. Don't mind them. They don't have a striker. <laughs> Training on number eight is COVID. And that is also because of the vaccination issues that are coming up. And uh, quite um, a few stories also developing because of COVID mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, uh, in some countries, they say that COVID paid leave will no longer be available to unvaccinated employees okay. who contract the virus. Um, this is coming from a company called Kroger. Uh, it's there. Yeah, so that's happening. And then... Uh, we also have some media and free training. Like since yesterday, he's been training because he's been making the media rounds on vaccination, on the mandatory vaccination uh, topic. And then we also have uh, Boca Juniors trending because yesterday Boca Juniors beat Barca by five goals to three. Barca won't catch a break. I mean, Barca, why? <laughs> everybody's dealing, everybody's, everybody's ah, dealing with Boca their... Juniors beat Barca. Yeah, it was a friendly game. But Boca Juniors is a very good team. I know, I know, I know. But Charlie. Basa the SEC will be at it in the Ukrainian Dodo Noon and Crowd. So if you know Boca Juniors, six. No, no, but could you, Boca so Juniors, was it six nil? Five three. Five three. Boca Juniors uh, is a very good team. I know. Two of the big teams I know Boca, no, Boca Juniors is a very good I know Boca Juniors is a big team. Let me give you an example. Dango Tisika Besakra, Nenya Dodo Uba. I'm on the security tree. That's Matthias, what I'm saying. Matthias, yeah. So five three Basa Sadia. Basa Ebasa. Alright, let me just give you some tech news as well, Bernard. This one will be good for a lot of, well, basically a lot of people because WhatsApp have a new update. Mm-hmm. Now, WhatsApp has announced, and that was yesterday, the rollout of the ability to let you preview your voice messages before sending them to your contacts. Oh, that's ah. good. That's yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie, it's about time. Yeah. So, you record like a five-minute voice note and you can't review it before sending. Yeah, yeah so right. the update so you is... you can even edit it and, yeah. it sound and you know, nicer. make it, or at least, or retake something. So, let me just help you. So, the update essentially helps you to listen to your voice message and see if the audio is fine for sharing over <laughs> the app. If it's not, you can discard your voice message and record it again. Now, this works with both individual and group chats. Mm-hmm. Also, it's been released for all platforms. So, it's on Android, it's on iOS, as well as web and desktop. Now, to use the voice message preview feature on your mobile device, you need to touch the microphone button in the WhatsApp chat and slide it up to lock hands-free recording. This okay. will bring an interface where you see a stop button and a trash can. You can tap the stop button and then hit the play button to listen to your voice message. Can they use it now? Yes. So they want to send us voice messages now. And Before sharing it with the recipient. Can you go through the process again? So what's going to happen is uh, you need to touch the microphone button in the WhatsApp chat mm-hmm. and slide it up to lock hands-free recording. Uh-huh. This will bring an interface where you will see a stop button and a trash can. First, you used to have only the trash can. Now you have the stop button. Mm-hmm. You can tap the stop button and then hit the play button to listen to your voice message. Before when you are sharing. done, yes, you share. with the recipient. And then, uh, now WhatsApp also lets you move to a particular part of the audio by tapping on the seek bar. 
then you can edit that part. Yes. So if you don't find the message appropriate for sending, you can delete it by tapping the trash can. So that's one quick update uh, for you. Now, Android 12 is also going to be launched. So it's, a big, good, it's a, going to be a big, big year. Now, Android 12 has been announced by Google. Now, this is a lightweight uh, operating system and it's set to make its way to affordable entry-level smart, uh, smartphones. Mm -hmm. Now, it means that apps will be able to open faster with improved app launch times of up to 30%. Now, in other uh, tech news... Mm -hmm. Uh, Twitter is also ruling out automatic captions for videos. Okay. Yes. Now, in a major boon for accessibility, Twitter is now ruling out automatic captions for videos. Uh, this was announced yesterday. The auto captions will be available globally hmm. on iOS. Normally, they like to launch it in some country to be first, but this one global hmm. immediately on iOS, Android, and the web in most languages, mm -hmm. according to Twitter. However, there's one significant catch with automatic options. They only appear on new videos uploaded to Twitter. Old videos that don't have captions still won't have them. Uh, and then I have... I'm not done. I have a couple more updates, but actually you have to give me a bit a of time. A lot of time. A lot yes, of, uh, just a, mi a minute or two more. Mm -hmm. Now, Google employees as well, big news coming because we'll be discussing vaccinations. Google employees who haven't been vaccinated could be put on forced leave and then let's go from the company. Mm -hmm. If they fail to follow its COVID-19 rules, according to an internal memo, wow. the policy will reportedly affect employees that could have fallen under the jurisdiction of the President Biden's uh, vaccine mandate, which is currently facing challenges in the Senate and court system. So according to the memo, Google has given its employees and gave its employees until December 3 to upload proof of vaccination or receive approval for a medical or religious exemption. The company says that anyone who doesn't do either of these things by January 13th will be placed on a 30-day paid administrative leave. If they are still not in compliance after the 30 days, they could face unpaid leave for up to six months and then be terminated. Wow. So, there's that. And then finally, let me just give you a quick tip. So, those of you who like your Apple things, you know, mm. I, I like the Mac, but I don't like the phone. <laughs> <We love laughs> so, thanks to AirPlay, you can easily stream your content from your iPad to a nearby television streaming media player wirelessly so the only requirement is that your ipad be connected to the same wi-fi network that as com as the compatible device you want to stream to so Koki, this is good for you in your house <laughs> good morning to dampari why i put ben Askat on facebook and somebody has come to write hello dampari someone wants to kill joseph <laughs> <laughs> this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
There's a few more birthdays coming but before that these days if somebody dashes you freebies you have to grab it with both hands and feet from now till end of december shell is giving instant rewards to over of over 100,000 cities worth of airtime more than 5,000 liters of lubricants oil change vouchers and double loyalty points in the buy and win big promo simply buy four or five liters of shell helix or shell remover lubricants to win yourself shell's amazing rewards the best part is everybody will win something. So look sharp. Buy Shell Helix or Shell Remula now and win big. A great idea starts from small beginnings. Finding the right partner to open doors built it up. With the right support, the idea grows and takes shape and finally falls in its right place. We are Republic Bank. As a solid, safe and secure bank, growing with you from dream to reality is what we do best. Step into our blue portal, step into success. Republic Bank, we are the one for you. Okay, are you ready to buy that piece of land you've constantly been procrastinating to buy? Mm. If you want to buy a house and you don't want to worry about building it yourself, Tonaton has the most extensive collection of houses, apartments, and lands mm-hmm. for sale. Whether you want to rent, buy, or sell, Tonaton is the best place to reach over a million interested sellers and buyers every single month. It enables thousands of Ghanaians to find their dream properties and homes. When purchasing or renting a land or property, ensure that the documents are genuine and payment is made to the owner. Go to tonaton.com or download the Tonaton app on the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. App Store, or the Huawei App Gallery right. to experience this world of endless possibilities. Tonaton, Ghana's largest marketplace. Thank you. And Citroen has something for us. Huh? Yeah. See what? Silver Star Auto Limited brings you an unforgettable Christmas <laughs> dub, the Citroen Christmas hey. promo. Okay, walk into the showroom, mm. just do that and ask them how it's pronounced. And ask them how it's pronounced. <laughs> and you can book a test drive, they're on the graphic road mm. opposite the Total Filling Station. Call 0544 336 869. And this valid is, I mean, this offer is valid until the end of this month, 31st December. Okay, Citroen from Silver Star Auto, your exclusive. I've been seeing some street. really nice Citroen cars mm? on the road, yeah. Yeah, they, they, are, the they are there. dropping. They are dropping some cars, but the French are, are wild, though. Yeah, you know, Citroen. Yeah, I'm sure some of their cars will feature. But let me give them a tagline: Citroen, il est trop trop beaucoup, trop bien, très bien. Do they still have that feature when when you turn off the ignition, the car sits? Charlie, that thing when we do that, they used to that thing to paint as well. Citroen, when you put the car on the car, and then when you turn the hydraulics, then it comes out. Oh, used to have this kind of like a hatchback. Oh, really nice. Oh, it was nice. Okay, now GRA has a message for all of us. They want to remind all withholding tax agents mm. including VAT withholding tax 
appointed by the Commissioner General that withholding taxes must be paid to the Domestic Tax Revenue Division of GRA mm -hmm. by the 15th of every month, which okay. means today. Mm -hmm. Yes. So withholding taxes for November 2021 are actually due today, 15 December 2021. Mm -hmm. You can submit hard and soft copies of schedules indicating gross amount, tax deducted, etc. You know what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Ghana.gov platform is open for you. You can use the USSD code STAR222 hash. Mm -hmm. We also encourage taxpayers to file their returns online via taxpayersportal.com. Mm -hmm. Failure to pay tax by due date attracts an interest of 125% of the statutory rate compounded monthly on the outstanding tax. Hey, Third-party checks require two days to clear, so beware of that. Mm -hmm. The GRA can be reached by email on Info at gra.gov.gh and you can WhatsApp 0552-990-000. Also, ECG is informing the general public, especially cherished customers, that the operations of the company's National Revenue Protection Task Force has kicked off. And this is against illegal connection in all operational areas of ECG. And the ECG task force with help from the security agencies will visit various premises to unearth illegal customer connections. And ECG has the authority to prosecute people engaged in such activities. Therefore, the public is cautioned to do the right thing and stop illegal connections since it amounts to a criminal offense. You can also report any act of illegal connection to a nearest ECG office or call the task force on 551 011 for an informant reward of 6% of the surcharged amount. Alright, a few more happy birthday greetings coming in. Bernard, today is my daughter's birthday. She is Marie Eraba Barad Amoyao. Wishing her all wishing her well in all her endeavors from Daddy, Mommy Pierre, and Andre. And then another one, kindly wish Mrs. Charlotte Nelson of the Snit Lump Sum Department a glorious birthday. May she blossom on every side with love from Wendy Serum, who's with the Pensions Department. Then I kindly wish uh, my lovely auntie, Her Ladyship Justice Georgina Mensa Dacha, a happy birthday. Warm thoughts, pleasant memories, and happy times. Thank you for being a part of my life. May God continue to bless you. Happy birthday from Alice Akosia Sari of CBG. Meanwhile, Oposa is Osu Presby O Students Association. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that that was what it was. So Lord Okante of Oposa 89, happy birthday to you, coming from the Lord Marshal and Jimmy Quest. And apparently, Jimmy is an old boy of the Osu Presby O Students Association, Oposa. Mm -hmm. uh, this one says happy birthday to uh, Dr. Ernest Osudapa, mm -hmm. the new dean of the KNUST Law School. Okay. Uh, may God bless him for all the sacrifices. Mm. Uh, it says, uh, Bernard, Doc held free classes for all law students in preparation for the law entrance exam. Wow. That's from wow. all the 499 law students. Wow. Okay, they want, wow. To, they want wow. to thank him. Wow. Oh, interesting message. This one says, happy. Uh, okay, belated happy birthday to my good friend, 
Daniel Cranting mm. from Rita Amo. And the person asked, please, it's not Daniel Cranting of CTFM. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Daniel Cranting of CTFM is a January born. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, more messages. Happy 69th birthday to Mrs. Esther Ohini Enyan, a.k.a. Auntie Esther. She's in Konongo. Mm. That's from Ernest Ohini Enyan and the entire clan in Joburg, okay. South Africa. All right. Uh, this one says, kindly wish my brother, my brother, um, oh, uh, good, the message is, the name is kindly doc, wish, yes, yeah, Dr. Emmanuel mm. Akofu of APAM, mm. a happy birthday, that's from San, Samuel Akofu Jr., also mm. of APAM. Mm. There's a very interesting message I got here. <clears throat> it says, good morning, Bernard. I didn't want to talk about my birthday today, but getting to know I shared with Mr. Opong Mensa of the local government service i'm glad and blessed because he's such a good man and this is from yasemode you know Koki, this uh upon mensaga i don't know him somebody's people are sending me his birthday request from like friday wow i don't know why it's like you have to wish him a happy 60th so many people oh, wow. i don't know who he is that's nice i don't know everybody seems a good guy i don't know him so maybe one day we'll meet maybe him. they should promote him mm. or oh, government buy him a car or something mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know For because 60th. he seems and he's working in local government so if he's 60 now that means this is his retirement year isn't it probably mm. yeah so so yasemode happy birthday to you as well you share better with mr opomensa everybody says mr opomensa is a great guy so yeah mr opomensa you do all Yes, 
8 uh, 29 we're getting close to your money segment brought to you by carl bank christmas about merry making and spending time with family and friends it's also about sharing and creating memories so download the carl bank app from the huawei app gallery the app store or the play store spread the love you can also use any of our online banking solutions like star 771 hash carlnet or visit any of our agents within your neighborhood so whether you're making payments splitting bills among your buddies or generating invoices transferring funds or buying airtime just stay safe and do it on any of our online solutions call us on uh, 0800-500-500 or send an e- email to customercare at carbank.net carbank forward together So All let's right. talk about your money. Yes, it's Wednesday, which means it is a reminder, 95 Ghana CDs to put away for this week mm. and our six-month savings challenge, which is almost over, by the way. Mm. We only have two more weeks for putting away our money toward yeah, our would you, goal. Would you tell us at the end of the year how much we've raised based yeah, on following your... Yes. If we if we have oh. followed your instructions, how much would you have saved? 5,000 Ghana CDs. Is it? Yes. If we had So, so it was a six-month challenge starting um, from the end of June. Oh, so you split it into months. We split it into months. So it was a six-month challenge. So for six months, put away something every week. Mm-hmm. And if they followed the weekly amounts that we've been giving, then by the end of December, you should have about 5,000 cities. But everybody in their pockets, not bad, so, not bad, you know. not bad, not bad, not bad. That's what I want. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. I need Momo. Fi Charlie, mommy, Momo. Fi Charlie, mommy, cash. Life no they go. Things no they be. Charlie, I need cash. I need Momo. I need Momo. I need Momo. Things no they be. Life no they go. It be top, I know they see. Cause me, I don't know. When Fi Charlie, mommy, Momo. Hammy, Momo. Mommy, Momo. Give me Momo. Give me make I just give up. Cause life makes slow. And Charlie give me formula. The boys stick blow. But for now, mommy, Momo. Hammy, Momo. Mommy, Momo. Give me Ah, I wake up in the morning, challenge nothing in my pocket. No food work for your boy, how I go for move rocket. It no be easy for the GH, challenge you for suffer and the MP getting V8. I take my paycheck and it be taxes and quam. Politicians like Ole, our tactics in one. The speeches and the long talk, challenge they be too much. But we know they see things and they know they do much. It be one this, one that, one plan or another. One presser in an interview, we know they help a brother. Go to the market, see the prize, then they rise on very supervised. They go bring tears to your very eyes, boys 
know they seat up Charlie me the tire When I ice make red Cause the system be fire Make the boys give me no more Make the boys suck me out Make the boys come through Cause the game brought me Things know they be Life know they go It be tough I know they see Cause me I don't know When to Charlie man be mobile So it's 8.33 City Breakfast Show You know I like the fact that Um People on this show live driving around, and yesterday Kukui drove all the way to Mami Krobo in Af- Afram Plain South. <laughs> and you came back in the same day. It was quite an exhausting drive, I can imagine. Uh, I was talking about what I saw. You know, I two weeks ago I went to Ibi, and I was supposed to come back towards East Legon. But when I asked Google where to use, Google said if I use the main road, it would take me like one hour 40 minutes because it was all crazy traffic from Ibi all the way to Adenta. So in his, instead, he asked me to pass through Oibi and Apollonia and then go and appear at Katamanso. And then I'll go through Nanakrom and get to Islegon. Charlie, I hadn't gone on that route for like five years. You know, First thing I was surprised was that a lot of that route has been done. So I think between Katamanso and uh, some part of um, uh, Apollonia, some of the roads has been done. Because the last time I went there, it was just bush. People are building houses. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing I noticed was that close to the main roads, everybody's building a store. You know, initially it was just kiosks and kiosks and kiosks and containers. But now you're seeing people are putting up commercial property in the in the dozens. Mm-hmm. On in fact, the Nanakrom Road, which which we we, we we were talking about, they will finish the road tomorrow, or they'll finish part of the road tomorrow. A year ago, all you had were kiosks. Now everybody's cleared the kiosk and they're putting up brick and mortar shop. Brick, brick and mortar shop. So on the good side, you can see that people are investing in real estate. What worries me though is that everybody's building a store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, who's going to manufacture the thing you want to sell? That's my only issue. So it's just an observation I made. People are building. Wow. People are building, and a lot of them are doing store. Lord, they want this though. Price just to go up. So yeah, that seems to be Ghana's. How I go fishing up the money? No. But the, the other issue is uh, this. This this morning, the the concern I I have is the the conversation about vaccination and what government wants to do and how people are reacting to it. So, Godfrey, I think the main point is the government is trying to make vaccination compulsory, so that we can get as many people vaccinated as possible, so that the potential spike in covid that the omicron suggests will go down on paper that seems a great idea but we've had some level of opposition and disquiet to that i feel yesterday i was listening to eyewitnesses and i had a group say that whilst they agree people should be vaccinated they think that it should be voluntary and they think that people should be educated uh, i think it was um um edem senanu who spoke on this I, I want to listen to what he said uh when he he spoke on eyewitness news with Selom Adonu, and then we'll hear what are there any angles to this because the the government strategy seems to be to use the need to go for public events and the need to go to public places as the incentive to be vaccinated and if you're coming into the country and not vaccinated either you take the job or you you do the isolation i think that's the, the point they want to make not everybody seems to agree I think that you should look at the proportions as compared with jurisdictions where they use the vaccine. Um, and so we are saying we need to do that research. We need to do that local research. That how come we have done 
that much better than many jurisdictions that have promoted the vaccine. Uh, we focus on the erythromycins, the ivermectins, the hydrochloroquines, together with vitamin C, vitamin D. And to the large part, 99%, that's, that's extremely huge. And the 1%, most of it, they will tell you, were underlying people with underlying uh, conditions. And so uh, they needed to be managed well. And, and, and so the susceptibility was already, you know, a risk. It was a, a high risk, you know. Um, it's about a, it's about a relativity. So you compare with other jurisdictions where vaccine has been the number one methodology for trying to stem these infections and the people who die as a result of it, compared with jurisdictions where the focus has been on therapeutics um, um, with known drugs that are available, uh, tested over time. And the results is what we are talking about here. And I'm saying that if in those other jurisdictions that are specifically you see large mortalities going on, you see beyond the second jab, they've done booster one, booster two, booster three. There's something absolutely fundamentally wrong with the way we are thinking through the data and the science. I trained as a scientist. I worked as a research scientist before moving into what I do now as a consultant. And I'm saying that just looking at the data from these, from Israel, from Ireland, from the UK, comparing it to what is going on here, uh, there are questions to be answered and we need to dig deeper into the data and not rush into making this compulsory. So probably the jury, is, the jury is out. I mean, I am speaking as a scientist, and I'm saying I, I have difficulty understanding how we've arrived where we are with compulsory vaccinations. And I'm saying that we are not talking enough about the uh, side effects. Uh, we don't seem to be capturing the data on our populations who have been adversely affected so far in the past. I know a few people who've, who've popped off within two days, uh, others who've lost their sound, um, and it's not a funny thing at all. Uh, let's not look at the numbers and be dismissive of, of, of how some people are being negatively affected. So if, it's, you are, if you compel them when they see it as a death sentence because they know their medical conditions, they know what they are struggling through, and then they are certainly not being given any option, it's, it's not a funny situation to find yourself in. And I, we know people who are in that situation at the moment. Well, it was a long interview. We just, we just uh, aired a part. I think his main point was that um, there are people who, who could be adversely affected if they were forced to vaccinate because of their specific conditions. So in that sense, if you were to force people to get vaccinated, it would be counterproductive. Mm. Right. All right. Now, um, I don't know whether the, the, the rules around vaccination compulsive vaccination are all inclusive for everybody as in are there exceptions i think there are exceptions and i think people have been told that if you have certain conditions you need to make those conditions known to the health provider before you are vaccinated for instance, yeah but when you go if, for the when you vaccination go, you they'll ask, ask you yeah. they'll ask so you if you have if you're immunocompromised you, you need to reveal that information if you are obviously pregnant or you know nursing you need to reveal that information if you have an autoimmune disease something that could as uh, as the gentleman was saying, could put you at a greater risk for maybe some significant side effect. You're supposed to let that be known. So, no, I don't believe it's a blanket. Everybody, no matter where your condition, has to mm -hmm. take the vaccine. I think there's provision made for people who may have conditions that could lead to some severe side effects. So that that is provided for. So <clears throat> you don't see 
how that will be the main argument against compulsory vaccination. No, I think there's provision for that. There's provision for that. But I think, you know, and this is a credible person who's speaking, fine. And and I don't think we should be entrenched either way. I think we need a holistic view of what the arguments are for and against compulsory vaccination. Mm-hmm. But particularly in our part of the world, I think... Um, I think a lot of the reactions we are seeing against the vaccine is just symptomatic of our reactive nature as a society, as opposed to our proactive nature. Just uh, we are innately reactive. And when I say that, I mean, we wait for the worst to happen before we try to do something about it. In this case, one may argue, oh, we're not seeing people dying as we thought they would die. You know, in the West, particularly in countries like Italy, it was like a bloodbath of COVID where literally every day people in the thousands were dying. We didn't see that here in Ghana. We didn't see that in many African countries. I think probably South Africa was probably the worst hit, you know. And even there, you, you didn't see the same kind of numbers, fatalities as you saw in the West. So it's given people a sense of, well, if really this COVID is supposed to be as devastating as we're being told it is and we're not seeing it here, then why are you forcing us to take mm. a vaccine against it when really it's not affecting us the way people said it would? What's the point? Well, the point is we don't want it to affect us that way. So by being proactive, this vaccine has been provided for us to take it to preempt such a situation. But again, we're innately reactive. So people just don't see the point in taking Mm. it unless they see a reason to take it. Mm -hmm. You know, in the West, there were so many instances we saw, and I know a lot of people have seen these these videos on social media where there were people who were vehemently opposed to the vaccine, refused to take it, ended up, you know, sharing videos from their deathbeds, literally in hospital, saying, you know, they couldn't breathe, and then they ended up passing away a few days later. And then you had their family members coming out to say, I wish my uncle had taken the vaccine. I wish my sister had taken it. Please get the vaccine. You know, so... Again, we, you don't want to sit back and say, had I known, you know, or, uh, if I had, so if I, I, had if the if chance. So if I hear you, you're saying, if you look at what happened in the, re- the rest of the world, where we are, you don't see anything wrong with the approach government is using. I, d- I don't see, you see. I see, I you, 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 you agree that we should be vaccinated compulsorily. I agree that. Unless you have a, a medical I, condition that. That that means you can't take. Here's it. what I think: you can't force anyone to take a vaccine. You can't force anyone to take a vaccine legally currently, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I believe in taking the vaccine. I've taken it. The people around me who I have all taken it. Okay, but I do think that if you choose not to take the vaccine, then you cannot complain about being restricted from certain things, being restricted from traveling to certain places, being restricted from attending certain functions. If the requirement is that you should have a fa- a vaccine. I mean, you can't have so you it can't both have ways. both ways. So you're saying you encourage people to take the vaccines. Yes. It's not, those, by, it's not And com- those who say they won't take it should be prepared to deal with the yes. consequence of restricted movement yes. or restricted access yes. because the government has to make a decision. Yes. So you can't, have, you can't say, I won't take the vaccine. And I'm going to go out. I'll and do anything and I want to, to do. A, exactly. So if you say you won't take the vaccine, you're prepared to live with the restriction the government has put in place or wants to put in place to protect the rest of the population. Yes, and the rest of the world. If you can't board a flight without the vaccine, you can't board a flight. And you, I mean, if that's if that's the stance you're taking, that I'm not going to take this vaccine, then don't expect to be able to fly outside the country on your trip or don't expect mm. to be granted entry into any public event where there's going to be crowds because you could be posing a health risk to mm. people. So that's an interesting suggestion. So you're saying, take the vaccine. I've taken the vaccine. is good for me as much as possible everybody should take it if you say you won't take it you cannot come and now say let me do whatever i want to do 
because the 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 approach the government is using is to say when it comes to travel, when it comes to public places, there are there are specific places that they, you can't go. Go for it. Is that the, the view you also share? That if you if you say you won't take the vaccine, be prepared to live with the restriction, but you can't have it both ways. Yeah, but you can't have it both ways. My take on this, mm. okay, and it's a very divisive issue, and mm. let, we must admit that. Mm-hmm. And I am with Kokui when she says mm. you have to also listen to those who say you can't force them. Historically, though, mm-hmm. we've always had vaccine mandates. Mm-hmm. I could Wait, do vaccine, uh, vaccine mandate is what? It's where states basically make it mandatory mm-hmm. okay and it's 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 been there globally i could take you to france i could take you to ghana back in, and i could take you to even currently the yellow fever that is in existence where mm-hmm. if you don't have yellow fever you can't enter certain countries mm-hmm. I, I i i i arrived somewhere i had forgotten my yellow fever card it cost me 150 dollars on the spot on the spot 150 dollars sharp mm-hmm. and then i had to take the job <laughs> in addition, in addition, mm. in addition to that, if you remember, there was a significant two years ago diplomatic uh, 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 issue disputes between South Africa and Nigeria because South Africa refused to admit persons from Nigeria who did not hold the yellow card. Mm-hmm. Nigeria reciprocated; they found ways of solving it, but it, it's there. Okay. The problem, in my estimation, in all these instances, has been how to nudge people towards this. Mm-hmm. And therein comes the communication. Now, there've been exp- there've, there are certain places which are used to vaccine mandates, okay? And they will tell you that, look, in the build-up to the vaccine mandates coming into force, there are sessions to communicate, to educate... There's a build-up, okay? And you will never get 100% compliance. It is going to be impossible. But I think the overall objective of the vaccine mandate is never to vaccinate everybody, but is to just increase uptake to the point where enough people are vaccinated to create a safe environment for everybody. It's as simple as that. Okay, so once you bring this into force, and the science shows that everywhere that vaccine mandates have come into place, uptakes go up. It does not go down. Even if you look at the reports we have done here at City, the Volta region used to do 50. When vaccine mandates came into play, it was low, but they moved to around 100 or so. In the greater Accra region, where we were doing like 100, in the week where we were told vaccine mandates were in, came into play, we moved to a thousand. And these are not numbers that are coming from other. These are numbers that we verified as a newsroom. Okay, if you go to the Bono Half region, the the Bono region, sorry, the <laughs> same thing happened. Okay, so it does indicate because one thing people do not like is to be inconvenienced. What a vaccine mandate that is to make you feel inconvenienced because I want to travel. I um, two days ago. Like I was telling you, I had a colleague who had to go somewhere. I spent the morning driving around looking for a place to get a single shot J&J for that person because whether he liked it or not, he, he, had, to take he had to take the shot. He had resisted all this while, but 
Now, okay, but what if that person has a condition that endangers their life if they took the vaccine? But that person will wait against the need to go and complete his assignment in another country. Mm. So if that can, the assignment he has mm. in that country is, he wastes it and he says, against the need to be vaccinated, his belief to be vaccinated or not. You make that decision, okay, I do not need to go on this assignment. So I do not need the vaccine. So I will stay. Okay, now let me read for you some of the things government has said chronologically. November 26, COVID vaccination cards could be mandatory for movement during Xmas. Deputy Health Minister. A Deputy Minister of Health, Alaji Mahamas Asayshini, has suggested that vaccination cards could become essential for travel and movement during the Christmas holidays. When asked about the surge in cases outside Ghana, Mr. Shini referenced the importance of vaccination cards in travel outside Ghana. He gave Slovakia which had gone into a two-week lockdown, Czech Republic, 30-day state of emergency. This was all November stuff. Okay, so that's the first story I read. Then, he then said, more education will be required to improve the rate of vaccination. Then, there's a second story. This one, government declares December month of vaccination. So, um, in a bit to prevent the fourth wave of COVID-19 in Ghana, the government has declared December as a month of vaccination. Vaccination in December will be targeted at specific groups and venues, including nightclubs, beaches, and restaurants persons who intend to visit beaches mm -hmm. restaurants sports stadiums will thus not be allowed entry if not vaccinated the dg of the ghs patikuma budget discloses during a press conference on sunday november 28 we are declaring december a month of vaccination and it will be launched by the minister on tuesday this mandate will be applicable in january and this mandate will become effective at the time the story was written which is november 27 ish only 3.4 million Ghanaians had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine. Then, they then referenced the Alaji Mohammed Shani story that suggested that vaccination cards could become essential. Good. Let me take you to the third story. Government to introduce no COVID vaccination, no access entertainment centers policy. This is December the 1st. As part of measures to, care, to ensure that more people are vaccinated against COVID-19 the government is in the process of introducing a policy to deny persons without vaccination certificates access to entertainment centers. The yet-to-be-implemented directive comes on the back of the spread of COVID-19 virus in the wake of the new variant Omicron detected in the country. Health Minister Kukua Jemaimenu announced at a media engagement in Accra on Wednesday, December the 1st. He said, going forward, verification of COVID vaccination cards is going to be mandatory before people visit the following venues. Nightclubs, beaches, sports stadia, and restaurants for all those who want to visit indoor restaurants they should be vaccinated because we will have a way to check the vaccination cards this christmas if you want to go out and enjoy yourself you need to go with your vaccination card these are things we are introducing at this time and we will give the specific dates that they will be effective early january so we we have about three to four weeks to ensure that everyone is vaccinated these measures to be enforced he said it's first january he said it's in January. And he said, sorry, 1st December. December. And he's saying that they will implement it in January. So we have two and a half weeks more. The Ministry of Health has also activated mandatory COVID safety protocols to avert a possible fourth wave of the virus in the country. This includes compulsory vaccination of specific groups of persons at the ministry. A group of persons that identified to be at high risk. With the fear of the possible surge in COVID-19 numbers after Utah, especially after the discovery of Omicron, the ministry has declared the December month of vaccination. And then they go on back to talk about Kukwaji Mamenu. He says, all health workers, security personnel, staff and students above 15 years, 
government workers, commercial drivers, and Okada riders are to be vaccinated before the end of December this year. The vaccine certificates of these groups of persons will be inspected to ensure the protocol is complied with. Quote, by the authority that has been bestowed on us by the Public Health Act and its relative clauses, we are declaring the following persons vaccinated before January. All health workers, all security personnel, all staff and students in secondary and tertiary institutions age 15 and above, all workers in government institutions including parastates, and all commercial drivers, especially long-distance drivers, trotters, Ubers, and all kinds of people who drive people around in Okades, we will have a way of inspecting certificates before you are allowed to do your trip. We are giving ourselves December, and that is why we are scaling up advocacy before legislation. So listen, we are scaling up advocacy before legislation. So the law has not yet been passed. They are telling you that December you can get vaccinated. And if you are a securities agent, you are a student age 15 and above, you are a driver, you are an Okada driver, you are a mate, or you are a health worker, mm-hmm. you need to be vaccinated in December. Then they say if you want to enter a restaurant, a bar, a, an entertainment center, or a beach, you need to be vaccinated. So two groups. And they're saying all of this is being done in addition to uh, Kotoka International Airport also saying that before you come in, you should have been vaccinated. Mm. And before you go out, you should be vaccinated. Okay. And that if a plane brings you in unvaccinated, the plane will be charged. Finally, Government to check COVID vaccination cards of trotter drivers and Okada riders from January. So this is very clear. Again, Minister of Health says from January 2022, government will inspect COVID vaccination cards of specific groups of persons, including commercial drivers. According to him, the move forms part of measures by government to whip up interest in the vaccines and also to win the war against COVID-19. Government has set a target of 20 million people before end of year 2021. It has declared December month of vaccination. So I'm giving you all this to let you know what the two things are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Access to places and then specific kinds of groups because of the way they work, they, will be, they have to be vaccinated. Okay. What's your, your, your comment? All right. So the United Nations, just a few days ago, they published this on their website um, regarding what the WHO says on mandatory vaccinations. Okay. Mm-hmm. So WHO says mandatory vaccinations are a last resort. They are warning against mandatory vaccinations unless all other options have been exhausted. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Hans Kluger, who's the Europe director of WHO, Sounds told the press name. conference, you know, Kluger, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he said that vaccinations should not be made mandatory if you haven't reached out first to the communities. Mm-hmm. Mandates around vaccination are an absolute last resort and only applicable when all other feasible options to improve vaccination uptake have been exhausted. He admitted that such measures have been proven effective in some environments to increase vaccine uptake. However, the effect that mandating vaccination could have on public confidence and public trust as well as vaccination uptake must be considered. He said, ultimately, mandates should never contribute to increasing social inequality in access to health and social services. Wild cases and deaths have more than doubled in the past two months. COVID-19 deaths have remained significantly below previous peaks because of vaccination, right? So 55% of all people in Europe and Central Asia are fully vaccinated. 43 out of 53 countries now offer additional boosters, mostly for their vulnerable populations. So the elderly people like that who need some extra protection are the main people getting the booster shots, okay? So um, the Europe Center for Disease Prevention and Control Mm -hmm. found that from December 2020 to November 2021, at least almost half a million lives were directly saved through vaccination, which is an overwhelming affirmation of the value of vaccines and science. So basically what they're saying is exhaust all other options to get people to take the vaccine first before you try to make it mandatory because that's that should be a last resort. Okay. Now, so ask what ourselves, you said. have we educated people enough? In November, from we? November 26, they started talking about this. Yes. Then they mentioned that 
if you wanted to enter four specific places, you need to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Then they declared December the month of vaccination. Yes. Then they said truck drivers and mates, Uber drivers, and then they said security agencies, health workers, and other groups all should be vaccinated in December. Yes. So in a sense, they are trying to use December to get people to comply before they start implementing a mandate in January. Yes, but Bernard, ask yourself, how much has the health service really done to educate people about things like the side effects of taking the vaccine and to tell people that, you know, there's this sentiment that the vaccine makes you sick. Well, no, your body is learning how to fight the virus. Mm -hmm. So when sometimes when you take the vaccine, some people may get sick. Yes, you may have a fever. You may vo I felt feverish. Do you, do you understand? I recovered. But do people understand that that's your body adapting to a hint of what you could face if you get COVID? So that if you do get it, it knows how to fight it off. Has mm -hmm. that education gone down properly? Probably mm -hmm. not, right? Mm -hmm. do, do people know that the vaccine isn't going to kill you? There are people who actually believe that people are taking this vaccine and are dying because of COVID without knowing the nuances of it. For instance, if you already have some kind of underlying condition that could make mm -hmm. you more susceptible, mm -hmm. then perhaps you could still pass away from COVID even though you've been vaccinated. But that's a, a very small population. Have the exceptions or the conditions under which taking a vaccine will endanger your life been clearly spelled out? That's the question. Because if that were and answered, that's the question. That, because if, for example, we know that, okay, I think we all know that pregnant women should not be forced to take the vaccine. If you're probably lactating, mm -hmm. yeah. it may not be advisable. And if you're a child below maybe 12, yes. you cannot be forced. I if think we know, we know those. Then we know that yeah. if you're immunocompromised or you have certain conditions. Yeah. So for me, I think we should have the discussion knowing that these exceptions are already known. Well, so are they? To, oh, oh, no. Are they? I'm coming. So if they say mandatory vaccination, it doesn't mean i think it assumes that the exceptions are still there just and that's why they said people in secondary schools 15 years and older which means they know that zero to 15 you can't force them because it may not necessarily be good for them pregnant women will never be forced to get vaccinated neither will lactating mothers so i think the argument should be held from the basis of with the known exceptions can we mandate everybody else to get vaccinated based on ethical or religious belief and not necessarily on the basis of health. Do you understand me? Because on the basis of health, there's already a clear demarcation of who does not have to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Good. Now, my question is, are the restrictions justified? Because you've, you've made a very fundamental point that the real reason for this is to get as many people vaccinated so that the thing will not spread. Now, government is saying, if by January, you are not in the category of people who are accepted, and you say you will not be vaccinated. You should be prepared to live without driving your Trotsky, live without driving your Uber, going to an entertainment center, or traveling outside the country. I think that's reasonable. I think that's reasonable, personally speaking, because mm. they, they, they can't, for example, they cannot force their job to, into your hand mm -hmm. and say, take the job. But if you believe that you are better off not taking the job for a public health decision of protecting other people. You can't live your life normally mm -hmm. because you've taken a personal decision. Mm -hmm. But there are things you do that have collective implication. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you understand me? Yeah. So for me, I think that stretching personal liberty and personal freedom are right to the point of saying that I will not take the vax, the job, but I want to do everything else I want to do. Mm -hmm. You are not being reasonable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he, this, my my concerns with this, and which is why I was upset last week when in the the mandate was initially announced, was these things require a certain level of planning, yeah. require a certain level of execution. You see, I look at this from two things. 
there's significant tension in this thing, right? Obligation breeds hostility, which we can see. Mm-hmm. Obligation mm-hmm. breeds hostility and mistrust, which and is mistrust. what the WHO is saying. Okay. That if you don't, and then yeah, then the voluntary vaccination also can increase transmission, which is something we don't want. So voluntary what? The voluntary vaccination. But if when people decide, decide, if you decide okay. to take it or not, mm-hmm. that holds the possibility of increasing transmission, which is what we want to avoid. But obligation also breeds hostility, which tends to also breed a general distrust of the medical system, which is what we are experiencing at this stage. My issue is this. Once you decide that this and this and this is what you want to do based on the clear points that you set out, that the government has an understanding of, dedication again needs to go up. Mm -hmm. Availability of the vaccines needs to go up. Look, if you are doing this on such a wide scale, the vaccines should be as available as where we sell mm-hmm. we, and buy Momo. And, uh, sorry, and do Momo. Mm-hmm. If I walk across the street, I should find the vaccine stop. Mm-hmm. Is that not the case? It no. is not the case. People are searching Again, yesterday, we it. did... Again, you see, that's why I, I keep referring to what we are doing on our news. Because mm-hmm. that is what I can refer to. Mm. We went to... Uh, was it the Tudor Lorry Station? Uh-huh. Somebody said he's been looking for vaccines. He's been making calls. He can't find a vaccine. So okay. the, the, the logistical deployment the, uh, does yes. not match, match no. the policy the agency, agency. which is which is where I am coming from. Mm. You see, and that is where the hostility will come from, and that mm. is where the mistrust will come from. Mm. Because you are saying, okay, I need to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking for the place, I can't find it. I'm looking for the job, I can't get it. And I'm all, f- all we seem to get is announcements that some government exactly. has dashed us uh-huh. one million. So now, we don't know where the places now, are. Now, hold on. Mm. Hold on. Mm. If you look at the literacy mm. rate in this country, mm. okay, mm. the kind of conversations that need to happen and the people who need to have that conversation, are they in play? Mm. Are the health promoters on the ground? Mm. We all live in communities. Our listeners can tell us. Have you seen health promoters on the ground educating you in your local language about why you need to take a vaccine or not? Mm. Mm. Are they there with them? Because those people can even show up with the vaccines mm-hmm. and say, once they educate you and convince Community you, community health nurses, can 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 you can I can I give you the vaccine now? Would you take it? Would now? you take it now? So you saying these that, are significant so, strategies. So if, for example, you had community health nurses with megaphones in communities doing education about vaccination, and they say, by the way, if you want to get vaccinated, go under the mango tree near the Pentecost. Oh, I even have it with me. They are doing it now, or we have it in the van I have it with me now. I guess I am here. They were going around administering polio boosters. Why can't they they do this? They were knocking on doors. They they, they knock on doors Mm -hmm. for polio and the rest back in the day. So why is the strategy not the same for this? Because the potential Mm. impact of the January uh, Deadline. uh, deadline is significant to the economy. You are seeing Okada. You are saying commercial taxi drivers. Uber. You are saying beaches, Uber. You are saying restaurants. That brings me to the second part of my query on capacity hmm. and the investments we are even making into the enforcement of this mandate. Mm-hmm. Vaccine cards. Mm. Not, I'll keep it in my wallet. Or what? Is there going to be a digital tracking of it? Because another problem I have, which again is not matching this, is Bernard. People have been vaccinated since we can't even May, verify. August. You cannot verify on the platform. The Ghana Health Service platform, that needs to have your data that you've been verified. That allows you to travel. You cannot sometimes even I, find I, your name on it. Are you saying that if I have my vaccination card and my name is not in the database, don't let me travel? 
Yes, but your name. Ah, but if your name is not there, what is the proof that the, you're taking a the, shot? The other borders. How would they check the card? Mm-hmm. But no. hold the card. No, you can hold them. The card can be bought. It has to be in a globally recognized system. It has to be in a system. globally recognized system, which is where every standard bios or whatever it's called. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me let me let me switch the question again. Listener's summary is four minutes past nine. A couple of things. Quick point is that she believes people should be educated as much as possible so that they make the right choice of taking the vaccine but she also thinks that if people say they don't take the vaccine they must be prepared to live with the some of the restrictions that come with not taking the vaccine that's fine Godfrey's argument is a bit different he's saying that for him he's concerned about this connect between the policies we are announcing that everybody must be vaccinated and what is happening in reality on the ground we are not educating the people and the vaccines don't even seem to be available people don't seem to know where to get vaccinated and number two he's also said that even those who have been vaccinated since six months for six months they can't seem to find their names in the vaccine database so the logistical deployment to match the nice talk is not there so those are mm-hmm. two points okay i wanted to ask a question though ask we've had stories that people who got vaccinated still fell sick and some mm-hmm. even died so what is the accepted scientific um knowledge on what the vaccine does mm-hmm. is it going to stop transmission or is it just going to reduce your likelihood of getting infected no you have or, to ask the unexpected yes no no I, okay <laughs> I, but i thought that assumption because if the people public health nurse goes out and says should get vaccinated she has to say something is it going to say you have to get vaccinated because it helps reduce transmission or it helps reduce in your your infection. You see, I'm asking two things: Is it is the vaccine going to help that I won't give it to you? I won't spread it, or even if I do something because you have been vaccinated, mm-hmm. it will reduce your chance of getting you see, it. See, yeah. in the circumstances that we find ourselves in, I would be f- more comfortable if, if a doctor if, answers yes, this question. Yes. Okay, we've we, 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 been told we, we, actually. We've been yesterday told, we spoke to a doctor. Yesterday we've been told we that to it will not stop you from getting COVID. It, it probably won't even stop you from spreading COVID, but it will stop you from getting critically ill and dying. Yes. So that's, that's the, the main purpose. So, so basically, it reduces the so it reduces, it reduces your risk of critical illness and death from COVID. That's what the doctor and, I spoke yes. to on Monday said. Critical illness and death. So so if so wait, I just come. So the the Ghana service is saying that if many more people get vaccinated, fewer people will get sick. And die of COVID. That's what they're saying. Because what? They, but the pe- but I'm coming. But the the person could still get COVID. Yes. yes. But they would not get seriously sick. Mm-hmm. No. But you could be an asymptomatic spreader. So if the next person has not been vaccinated, even though you've been vaccinated, you could spread COVID to that person, and that person could get critically ill and die. So it's also it's it, it's it's actually a very selfless thing as well because aside protecting yourself, it's also to protect other people. There are vulnerable people who maybe cannot take the vaccine for certain reasons. Now, if you decide not to take the vaccine, you could affect that person. Do you understand? So imagine there's an immunocompromised person in your family who cannot take the vaccine for certain reasons, but you can take it, right? If you don't take it and you infect them with COVID, or even if you, take, if you infect them with COVID, they could, be, they could get seriously ill. So it's, it's better. The likelihood so, so, of protecting so yourself clear, and people around you... The Ghana is, Health is Service higher. and the health... From, so from WHO to Ghana Health, the, the basic point is that get vaccinated because your chances of getting seriously sick are reduced significantly if you get vaccinated that's the main issue yeah which is essential because you don't want the pressure on your health systems i get it because i get it it is more expensive to treat the critically ill i get it so the more people we vaccinate the less people fall sick 
the less pressure on uh, our health systems. Mm -hmm. Very clear. Now, is, have this uh, communicated the differences between the one shot and the two shots? For people to understand the difference. Exactly. That is, that is what, what I'm saying. The education really has education. gone down well. but, but we are part of the education. Yes, but we are, yes, not, but, we are not medical but personnel. No, you know, you know, I'm coming on. You see, because the, it's, this is a public health situation. So I understand when you say the education hasn't gone down. But we all have, a, we have 400 radio stations in the country. And we have, have privileged information because we have access to these guys. So I think we, when we say that education has gone down, well, we are also talking about ourselves as media generally. Do you get me? Because social media has also brought a lot of possibly unverified information to the doorsteps of people. Mm -hmm. So if you say the education, traditional media, which generally seems to have access to official information, should be able to step up its game to put the right information out. Okay, but that's a different point. Nathan, you are, you've been itching to make a point. Listeners, if you want to contribute to this, let's know. Basic premise, all the guys in the studio have been vaccinated. When I got vaccinated, I urged people to take the vaccine when they got the chance. I, I haven't changed that position fundamentally. I also believe that as many people as possible should be vaccinated. And I agree with Kokui that if you say you won't take I don't think you should be forced to take it. No. But if you will not take it, be prepared to live with some of the restrictions that come with not taking it. But don't say... I won't take it, but I'll do everything like I want to do. That one, you are huh. asking for too much. So I'm with you 100% yes. on that one. You, you, just to give an example, for the followers of sports, mm -hmm. Golden State Warriors player Andrew Wiggins mm -hmm. initially said he was not going to take the jab. Mm -hmm. Then he was presented with an option. Okay, you either take the jab or you are not going to play. And he was going to lose millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And he sat down and came to a decision. He said, you know what? I weigh the two and say the two seconds that I'll take this job versus the twenty-five, thirty million dollars I'll lose. You know what? I'll, I'll make take... a common sense decision. You know, you know, me that mechanism, boy. He took his job. So what, what about Joshua Kimmich? Yeah, he, he too says he's also regretted. He says I regret not taking a job because now his lung has collapsed. He can't play for the rest of the year. But Bernard, you see again, just this uh, Michael Katahina asked an interesting question, which I link to my conversation about my point about the the scope of what the government wants to do in january and what is available on the ground and the capacity to enforce it so they added schools so michael katahina is secondary school. secondary school so and churches mm -hmm. for instance so he's asking with the mandatory vaccination being pushed will unvaccinated students in secondary and tertiary schools be prevented from going to school mm. that's a good it's question. a good question you know, that's a good question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A couple of things. Don't forget that in the whole chain, there are different things. Mm -hmm. So there are the protocols, and then there's the vaccination. Mm -hmm. So when COVID came initially, because there was no vaccine, we we're all pushing protocols, yeah. masks, social distancing. But now vaccines have come in. I think that, and I'll speak to the expert to get the clarity. But I feel that. There's still space within. That's why, for example, if you say you will not take a vaccine, obviously testing must be done. Yeah. And also isolation can be done in order not to heighten your risk. So let's assume mm -hmm. there's somebody who comes into the country and says, because of my heart condition, I can't take a vaccine. Then you have to run a test to see whether you have the vaccine, you have the virus or not. That's one. Number two, if they suspect that you could be a spreader, they could ask you to self-isolate for a period. Mm -hmm. So I do not think vaccine will exist on its own because it's a chain 
or it's a range of solutions protocols vaccine so i'm not trying to answer godfrey's question but i think that assuming you can have every student vaccinated there should be a mix of solutions possibly mask mandates still wow some so if for example you have 90 percent of people vaccinated the 10 percent unvaccinated could do the mask whilst or tests or a combination of that solution because there's no country where 100 percent people are 100 percent vaccinated yeah right and we are not speaking of vaccination as the only thing so i'm i'm thinking again this is my my, my thinking that there should be a certain degree of allowing some of the pre-vaccine protocols to still continue mm. while the oh, vaccine issue is pushed yeah and my my final worry that i hope is considered is i'm sticking with <laughs> my communication and education theme again mm-hmm. look a lot of this is cosmopolitan based mm. Mm. you get me mm. Mm. so even when we're doing the lockdowns where did we do the lockdowns we mm. did Accra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Small. Go, go to Bitim and go and tell them that there's go to, COVID. Go to Afia Denigba. Go to where, they yesterday? will tell you what is COVID. Go to Mami Krobo. They will ask you what is COVID. So if I, I I don't know what the COVID is, why are you forcing me suddenly to take medicine for something that I have not even seen or experienced? Education. Hmm. Hmm. You understand? That, that is where the difficulty is, and we have a significant chunk of the populace. Not part of this our not data, part bro, of this our convers- our, our chit chat. That we are having here mm. and uh, uh, newspaper publications on mandates and they are not going to look at the newspaper and all those things which is why the communal engagement mm. is important because like you said if you go to the interior and other places and mm. you go and say hey there's this conversation and even when i listened to uh, 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 uh audio from even just jamestown here jamestown which is densely populated where people were saying for a year now i have not felt or experienced what you are talking about so why, COVID, uh, yeah, why, why, why this insistence on me mm. taking this mm. when mm. i have not experienced it it is mm. not part of my community mm. okay so that is where mm. the real work is mm. so you are saying that for this public health thing possibly direct engagement could be more effective than even public media exactly you see because megaphones information services people need, public health service that is com- where communal announcements could be more if the distrust that i'm talking about the mistrust that i'm talking about like you said if i go to my hometown mm-hmm. and i say oh we, we have to va- get vaccinated get vaccinated for what <laughs> for covid mm-hmm. What is it? What is it? It's a secret. Oh, we are experiencing people. it in the crowd. Yeah. I had you know how. Oh, yeah, sure. Ah, so if oh, I take the vaccine, no, no, does to it mean you get COVID? Then you say okay, no. I just wanted to develop on a bit too. You remember when COVID was in at its peak and we were doing the show? There were original breakdown of COVID. Oh, so yes. the regions can say they don't know that no, no, COVID no, no, exists. Look at the numbers. They, they were very. They, but, the but they were low though. Very. And very it, was, low. it was a lot in Accra. Huh. Now, if you look at. But you know why? Hold on. If, Is it because it was coming from the airport? No, but you hold on. Uh-huh. Then if, if the numbers. And again, I, I, I am skeptical about you saying low because our testing regime really wasn't what they were supposed yeah, to okay, be. Okay, but hold on. If they haven't even tested people, did as many people die in the villages as they died in Accra? Uh-huh. No, and that is the point I am making right now. Mm-hmm. That. Even with the regional breakdown, mm-hmm. it was mostly in the larger spaces. Yeah. The urbanized. The, the, exactly. So, 
how do you go and tell the the others that okay we need to do this and that's my 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 concern about the scope of this mandate and the lack of engagement okay but hold on let's go to this the, might be difficult the mandate is to, to they are saying that to enter four specific places you need to be vaccinated so they initially said hotel and uh, 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 restaurants entertainment centers beaches and i think uh, public eating places or something i'm not sure but it's, it's like uh, entertainment centers mm-hmm. then they said categories of people so the categories are public health workers mm-hmm. security age services people mm-hmm. then they said students age 15 and above mm-hmm. then they said trot trot drivers and their mates and uber drivers mm-hmm. so they are obviously thinking about people who yes people who 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 move around and who are likely to become spreaders mm-hmm. or people who have ease of movement mm-hmm. do you understand so they didn't say for example carpenters but they said uber drivers because uber drivers people who come in and go out of their car 10 times in a day or nurses because people go to the hospital anyway because even if you do a lockdown nurses will still work mm-hmm. or trotro drivers because trotro are so essential do you understand me so the mandate is for either going somewhere or if you are a particular category of person or traveling outside the country do you follow me so that seems to address some of what Godfrey is saying because Godfrey is saying that this thing seems to be very topical among the urban educated elite but in certain communities they've forgotten about covid but the groups of people who have been advised to vaccinate they seem to fall within that group do you understand they don't they haven't said a farmer in Mami Kroba should be vaccinated. And again, I don't know how they are going to enforce a trotro driver in Mami Kroba to get vaccinated. But they can enforce a trotro from Accra to Tema. You see. Let's take a, a, a break and think through this. We'll hear from some health people. But our our major premise for you is, have you been vaccinated? If yes, would you encourage your people around you to get vaccinated? If no, why haven't you been vaccinated? Number two, do you know where to get vaccinated? That's the second question. Do you know where to get vaccinated? Because the second issue raised was whether there's enough outlets. So if you've not been vaccinated yet, do you know where to get vaccinated? Okay, that's the second question. Number three, if you say you won't get vaccinated, are you prepared to live with the restriction that will come for not holding a vaccine card? We've said a lot. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll deal with these questions. Stay with us. Okay. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash City 97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash City 973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash City 973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. 
You could never be nasty, you're from when you're deboning. Ghana, man, where you be, and they have a country in Central Nature, Shagana, man, and Pessimoning. Kofi Babone, Meboko, Kojani Bonnie. The Masham people can eat Shagana, man, say Munti, Mini, or Braffomi, or Fahundi, Tomamo, Dimomu, Jumadi, Munkumidi, Muse, Yangara, Assassini, and Yabode, Demayan, Mujana, and Michigunade to Homayan, Domian, Boyan, Jayan, and do many ones also say, and she be a Biatwasu, Momasu, Katasu, or many Mudi, and Masu, and then if you said there were more. Magana will be a lawyer for doctor for my mimis and essay for ready for driver for my mimis a pita for a quaff for tailor for my mimis a baba for soldier for teacher for my mimis a suku for a for Gana rap so for me semi straight or man for when you're on your back or say yet the fact by you will say we back one of you come for more in book for that's something for the map map to the back is the motto you forgot to look to many more funny yes you want to was in a home pass you wouldn't need in a month or two I would just say you would and it wouldn't any who can ask why we was asking All right, so uh, still on the city breakfast show, we're talking the vaccination and we're talking about the December being the month of vaccines. Um, We've raised some questions about whether there's enough awareness and whether there's enough availability. But um, most of all of us here have been vaccinated and we encourage as many people as possible to do so. That's what we're doing. Okay. All right, Bernard, but this message came on Twitter, okay, from mm-hmm. Ike Reborn. He says, I'm at the Amraya Clinic mm-hmm. to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting here for over an hour now, ah, unattended to. You see Nurses just moving about aimlessly. Oh. Some are even just coming to work. One guy I came with just left because he couldn't wait. Now, the fact of the matter is, if you're asking people to take this thing by force, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you can't now frustrate the process. You can't make it cumbersome. You can't make it inconvenient. Do you understand? Especially if you're going to put in all of these, uh, uh, you know, restrictions. People are ready to avail themselves for the thing. And then now you've got to go through all this. Why? You've got to make it as simple and as convenient as possible, right? To to enhance uptake. But... Mm -hmm. Now let's speak about something else that's good for you and mm-hmm. good for your children. Serilac. Serilac. Yes. Serilac. Serilac is a hit in I think every household. Oh, yes. Somebody. Serilac. Adults maize. and children alike. Serilac maize. Nathan, <laughs> you like maize? Eh? Bernard, what's your favorite Serilac flavor? It used to be maize, but now there's fruit something. There's some new fruit something being yeah. brought. Some fruit mix. It's with fruits. Yeah. With yeah. Fruits. They call it something fruit. Yes. Serilac with fruits. Yeah. Something. It'll be. Godfrey, what about you? Godfrey, I am not guilty. Well, if you're wondering what to do with your Cerulac 400 grams tin, mm-hmm. the new Cerulac wheat 350 My grams pouch. My daughter is listening. Okay. I am not guilty. Ah, <laughs> okay, you've okay. been eating her Cerulac. Okay, okay, okay. okay you've okay, been okay. eating 
Rara Serlak. No, she, he's not guilty. He is. He's, he's been doing it. He's not it. guilty. That's why mommy's always running out of Serlak. Okay, but they get their key nutrients: iron, vitamin A, all the B vitamins, zinc, and iodine. This will all support normal cognitive function and help promote optimum growth and development. So grab a value pack at a retail shop near you today. This advert is FDA approved. Now, if you want to take a break and you want to travel outside Ghana, of course, make sure you get your COVID shot before you do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and go and see the sights <clears throat> and sounds of Joburg. You can shop at Nelson Mandela Square, Bar Hop in Soweto, go to Kruger National Park. Mm-hmm. It's an immersive cultural experience, okay? Mm-hmm. This could be you and your friends this festive season in Joburg. Go to www.southafrica.net and book the best package deal for your getaway. <laughs> Now, let me tell you about the Regional Maritime University. They're inviting applications for the 2021-22 academic year beginning in January 2022. So many undergraduate programs, engineering, humanities, technological programs as well. And there are postgraduate programs in renewable energy, etc. You can call 0302-712-775 or go to rmu.edu.gh. RMU, a global brand for maritime education and training. And it's time to be a G with G Money, the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in a win like a G promo and win monthly rewards to a brand new saloon car as the grand reward. To sign up, visit any G Money agent or GCB bank, uh, bank brand nationwide. Perform transactions to build up points and win amazing prizes such as fridges, ACs, and many more. Even a brand new car. And uh, the agents are part of this promo as well. Papanaba, B.A.G. Tratum with G-Money on any mobile network. Incarnation is loved uh, for decades by Ghanaians. And it has an exciting new look. And it's still perfect for that cup of tea that you love. The modding paper label design is the same red, white and green colors you know and it comes in a 160 gram tin at a cool price of 3 CDs at a retail outlet near you. Carnation is proudly produced in Ghana by Nestle. Come on and join the Carnation Nation. Carnation equals goodness in every cup and this ad is FDA approved. And if you are building, please use proper cables. Do not use any bazawala cable and then you burn down your house. We don't want any problems. Buy Nexans Cable Metal because it's the best probably made in Ghana and is guaranteed for over 40 years and if you want uh, some to buy visit their distributors in Accra, Temashaiman, Kumasi and Takradi or call 0544-349-855 or visit nexus.com.gh Nexus, we electrify the future and the big leagues are back on DSTV. So the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, Champions League, and the Europa League and FA Cup have returned. Nothing beats the unbeatable football on DSTV. You can get a one-month access subscription for 169 Ghana CDs. DSTV, it's your moment. All right, all right. Tell me about Express Pay. Express Pay, yes. Get a 5% discount on your DSTV for two months when you schedule your DSTV payment monthly on Express Pay. Download the app on Google. Google Play or App Store if you don't already have it and schedule now to enjoy the full DSTV experience at a cool 5% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Let's hear some of the views being expressed about availability of the vaccines. Uh, Here's uh, some people who were interviewed at the to-do station earlier in the week. At the Angranga station, at the to-do welfare station here, uh, we organize the injection 
for our drivers. That was on the 9th of this month was exactly one month ago. I'm holding the card. You could say it. That is mine. But we are so much disappointed. They're supposed to be here on the 9th and give the, the how do you call it, the second job to our drivers. When they came here and took the first job, there was a team from Kolebutu who wanted to come and inject the drivers. But we, we refused them. We, let, we tell them no. There's a team from uh, uh, Osha Hospital. That is Jamestown. They came to give us the first job. All the women around, there was a rush for it. On the 9th, there's a number that we have to follow here. You could see the numbers. It's a phone number. I called this number more than 15 times. Later, somebody picked the phone and said it is their head office. And he promised that he will get in touch with them and they will come and give the job. Unfortunately, they let us down. The drivers came and make a queue here on that fateful day on the 9th. I told them that it's a government instruction and we want to make sure that we are ahead, that we comply by whatever the, the government is giving, giving up. But unfortunately, the Jamestown Hospital, uh, Osha Hospital, they let us down. I called the number several times. They promised they would send a team. They, they, they haven't, as of today. I myself, last week Friday, I have to rush to Kolebu Teaching Hospital to go and take my second job. This is the card to prove it. And uh, I, I don't know. So we are somehow a handicap being drivers because we assure them that a team will come here and inject them because you know the kind of work we do. We don't have the time that to be going around to be asking where they are giving the job uh, to go and make. But when they come to our terrain here and we ask, may, let's say the drivers from this branch, they should go. After that, the drivers from the other branch. And we are having about 28 branches here. So that was a driver at the to-do station complaining that even though they were ready to get the vaccines, mm -hmm. they didn't appear to be either the uh, readiness of the people or the, the vaccine points to mm -hmm. do the vaccination. Let me speak to Dr. Kuma Boadi. Oh, okay. He's the Director General of the Ghana Health Service. We have questions. On the deployment and the availability of SIM to help with the vaccination. Doc, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, I hope, hope you are well. You've been on this COVID thing since 2020 March. <laughs> Have you even taken leave since that, that since that date? Uh, well, purely can I take a day off? Oh. Yes. If, if you get on Friday or you're in the field. But I think we are, we are okay. I mean, until... Mm. If the person chasing you has not stopped, you can't stop. Can't <laughs> okay, so let me start from what we just heard. So we are to do speaking to some of the drivers and some were complaining about the... It, it seems as if even though we are encouraging people to get vaccinated, we haven't deployed to the point where it's easy and accessible. This morning, somebody sent us a message that they went to one of the polyclinics and the people don't even seem ready to administer the vaccines. They've just been sitting there waiting the whole time. So what have you put in place in terms of the operational vaccination 
where can people get vaccinated what time can they get vaccinated how many centers are doing the vaccination for a period of time yeah thank you very much i listened to the driver and uh, i must say that we'll get the jameson or our shepherd to quickly go there and they may have had an operational challenge i will get in touch with them or maybe there might have been some miscommunication because everybody is eager and that's why we declare the month. Our approach is small is the, the, the site, I mean static in facilities and broadly we are taking the vaccine to them. So under under normal circumstances we don't have gone to the lorry park to vaccinate them. But we are going to lorry parks, we are working at the airport, even the people who are coming to meet their relatives are being offered vaccines. So I believe that uh, the target we have set for ourselves, we are all eagerly working on it. But I believe that uh, once they hear them, I'm also going to get a good data to make sure that those people they have gone to arrange and they have pulled their team together, they should quickly go uh, and vaccinate and, and them. Because that's what we want uh, to do. So the, the plan is around scaling up across the whole country we're planning to move into a more campaign mode so that we can now reach more people and everywhere. That requires uh, some planning and also expanding our teams. We have expanded. We continue to expand the team to be able to cover all. All right. There are vaccines, enough vaccines in the country to do that. Okay, Doc. End of November, we had vaccinated close to 4 million people, at least their first shot. The target was to vaccinate up to 20 million people by end of the year. You declared December vaccination month, and we are in the middle of December. So do we know how many people have been vaccinated since we began this December vaccination month thing, in addition to the 3.8 million who have been vaccinated before December? Uh, thank you. I think that information, I'm yet to receive it from the API program manager. Because we have two sources of data. We publish what is entered electronically, but there are areas where there's no internet, so paper and coming So the real data is what the written supply. And uh, I think we should be able to get that to you uh, as soon as possible. But I know that we are approaching 7 million uh, plus. If you look at the data, we have the 6.5 plus plus. The number we know for sure that they are still keying it in uh, because the vaccinations have taken place. So that's what I can say. Well, so you're saying we have at least 6.5 million who have taken at least one job? Kidding. No, 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 no. The 6.5 is that. Out of the 6.5, we have a signal number of people who are fully vaccinated, which means they've taken two shots. Fair. So, so you're saying the 6.5 million. They have taken at least one jab. That's what I'm saying. At least one yes. jab. And but there are some within that group that have had their second shot. Fair, fair enough. We keep hearing stories about donations of doses. So my question is, how many doses of vaccines do we have available as a country? Well, currently we have close to eight to nine million in stock. Okay, and. Um, but we had about 13 million. But if you have what we are pushed out there, and we are expecting another eight to 10 million before the end of the end of the year. So we are we have enough vaccines, and of course, first quarter there will be more vaccines coming. So uh, we have vaccines. But you see, Bernard, the problem there are two issues. 
um, some are ready to do. We can we have the, the there's a push factor from us, and there's also people willing to do. Earlier on, people were not coming, but when we took the bus into them, we were able to increase the the, the uptake. So those are there are two factors here that we are dealing with. Our our ability to deliver, which we are, and then also people's willingness to accept the vaccines, and that's all we are. Yeah, I'll, I'll come to that. I'm still on the supply side, so I'll come to the demand issue of people wanting to get vaccinated. I, what I want to know is, we have 16 regions in the country. We have a target yeah. of 20 million to vaccinate by end of the year. Today is the middle of December. How many outlets do we have vaccinating people? Then, if you want me to sit in this office and tell you due to the number of outlets across the country, at least we know that every district is vaccinating as we speak now. Okay? That takes us the two, um, the, the 260 or so districts that we are looking at. And within every district that are uh, facilities that they are vaccinating, they are outputs, they are outputs, they are teams moving into an island to, to, to vaccinate. And so that, that is what is going on. So I really will not be able Looking to... Fair enough. But there is so there... Many... I get that point. Is there public education going on? I'm asking because I'm coming to the issue of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that when COVID came, there was a lot of public education on the protocols wearing masks social distancing hand washing and stuff what type of community outreach have you done in educating people about why they need to be vaccinated see, Bernard, you see, it's good that if you just go out in the region in the right there are two aspects you have the community engagement engagement of chiefs assembly leaders, market queens etc by every decision in the region trying to mobilize people to, to vaccinate. You are engaging workers, you are taking schools, etc. That's one aspect. We've started some multimedia approach to doing some adverts, but the regions are doing their own uh, adverts. Maybe because we are not hearing a lot of radio and TV ads, but we are engaging more in the community engagement because the, the issue is meeting them and explaining the benefits uh, to them. So in addition to the multimedia, we are doing direct engagement, asking all their questions. We go to churches, all their myths and misconceptions are explained, and that's how we have been able to uh, virtually increase our our drive and virtually double uh, the number of people we vaccinate every month. Mm. Because what we also realize is that because they they are not seeing cases, the the rush is not there. So everybody says, okay, tomorrow and everything. So and they don't want the one hour or so that they go and wait and have the, the, the vaccine. I remember when the driver, the driver was saying that they, they are busy, and then they waited and nobody came. So we have also noticed that you also need to meet the vaccine, because the hesitancy is not so much. Not, I mean, I know that something like that, but it's not so much of, uh, it's bad, it will kill me, but it's more of, is it really, well, let me wait, next week I'm going to do That's what we, but you don't see the danger in waiting. And that's why we have changed our policy and approach to move more vaccines to them rather than sit in our facilities waiting for them to come. Like we had earlier on, we were queuing at 4 a.m. at the time because there was a lot of uh, cases in already in town. All right. So when we talk about the mandate now, what, what is our mandate? Again, let me give the premise. What I've heard is that for entering specific places, particularly beaches and entertainment centers, if you are not vaccinated, you'll not be allowed to do so. Number two, I've heard that 
specific groups of professionals like security service people, public health nurses, drivers of commercial vehicles and Ubers are to be vaccinated. And both of these groups, the enforcement will start in January. This is what I've heard. Is that what the vaccine mandate is? Or can you give me more insight into what oh, you, you are thinking of doing? The, the, the mandate has been announced by the minister, myself first, and then the minister, are in two classes. Groups of people who will have some restriction to all government workers will not will have to be vaccinated. If the security and other people will have to be vaccinated. We talk about commercial drivers who have to be vaccinated. And students, the universities and secondary schools, because they are offering them vaccines, will also have to be vaccinated before they can go back to what But I'm sure the EI will come out and, and clarify exactly what it should be. We also have uh, locations where people will not be allowed to go if they are not fully vaccinated. Uh, beaches, even though officially schools, the clubs, um, sports area, among others, uh, these are locations that you may not be allowed to go if you have to show proof of vaccination before you can participate in indoor dining and all those things. So those are the, the clear mandate. And that's why we're also giving the offer for people to get vaccinated so that that can be maybe a fairness in enforcement. If people have not been offered vaccination, then they cannot. And that's why we are uh, working with the GPRTU and the leaders to ensure that they get their people uh, vaccinated. So that's what broadly it is. But of course, the final details will come out. The final details in the date will have to be Do you know when the EI will be ready? Um, when it's ready, I'll let you know. I mean, because there are multi-sectoral groups that I work on. And so we are all this in discussions. It's still going to play a role in whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm asking because I also wanted to know if what we are contemplating takes into cognizance the exceptions. Because we know, for example, that pregnant women, for now, do not have to be vaccinated. We know that uh, lactating mothers yeah. are, are not necessarily going to no, be... No, no, lactating, man- lactating mothers are vaccinated. Yeah, so, so, hold on. So, let's get it one by one. Will pregnant women have to be vaccinated? Well, I think we are looking at the science. Some countries are doing it. We have not revised our policies to include pregnant women yet. But we are studying the data. See, we are currently part of a five-country study that is going on to see the risk to the newborn, etc., I mean, the fetus, etc. So once all those things are satisfied, that decision will be made. So for now, now, for now, pregnant women do not have to be vaccinated? No, not in that. What about lactating mothers? What about lactating mothers? Lactating mothers are to be vaccinated. They are not exempt. They are not exempt. What about, no, what about children below 15? They are not to be vaccinated. They are not to be vaccinated. And so, that, and so we, we even said, so all those things will come with a certain age bracket. Uh, uh, but the question is, it's about mandate and it's about risk. Okay? If we want everybody in the stadium to be fully vaccinated, then it means whether you are 14 or 13, you are not vaccinated. You cannot go there. All right. Um, again, so I've, I've gotten the first three. Um, what about people who have like autoimmune conditions or who have certain heart conditions that predisposes them to risk for getting vaccinated? What is the policy on those for now? Yeah, but um, 
I think those ones will be taken case by case. But the question is, if you have an autoimmune disease, okay, and um, you are, of course, doesn't preclude you from the risk of infection, even, even the risk probably is even higher. Um, you will have to decide how important it is for you to and take that risk. So it will be taken by case by case. You see, I'm asking because I, I want to know if it's the person's peroga- is the person's choice or whether based on the you know, can I can I can I just can I just ask the question? Please allow me. I'm trying to understand so so let's assume somebody's doctor tells him that your heart condition predisposes you to risk for taking the vaccine. Will the person's personal choice be required here? Or will the state say that even though you think that this is not what you want to do based on the risk of society this is what we think you should do i'm trying to understand how the the health health officials assess the decision process over whether a person should be vaccinated or not i think when we get into such a situation it is not about your personal choice about the general good of population if your your choice escalates the risk to others we may not allow you. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say. That's why should be managed case by case. Okay, so not just the risk to you, but you are also a risk to others. Okay, so if they say because of uh, some outbreak, macular market is closed. Okay, it is closed. It doesn't matter whether you are exempted. We cannot say you are exempted from vaccination. You should go there. So that's what I'm saying to be case by case. All right, we'll, we'll leave you here. Thank you for talking to us, Dr. Patekuma Bwaji. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. All right, so it's uh, 10 o'clock. Before we go, Nathan has a quick one. Yes, yeah, Sethi Realties is telling people that they can own homes for as little as 240,000 cities. Mm-hmm. They've got luxury homes in a gated community, 24-hour security, two- and three-bedroom apartments, and all of that's happening. Visit them online, nyamidiagh.com, or give them a call, 55 or 55 That's all we have time for for today. Today has been health. We've been talking about the vaccines and all the dimensions. Get vaccinated if you can. Let's stay safe.